This week on the Bamfcast. Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia Rothrock. Kicks in the neck and kicks in the cock. <laughs> One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey! Hey, Bamfcast. Hey, Episode 303. Oh. The most festive of numbers. Palindrome. Mm-hmm. So I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Ah, robot right, jocks. Robot jocks. Ah, right, right, right. Hooray for robot, robot jocks. jocks is a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, sadly, the bad bad movies, sad, uh, as in stay away, they get a negative sliding scale one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Boo. Yeah, opposite of goodness. Twilight is a Krampus movie. Also a Christmas movie. Um, so, 1990. 1990 month. Still doing that. Yep. Um, <laughs> almost done. Almost done. Thank We're at the finish Christ. line. <laughs> Thank you, baby Christmas. But it's time for some martial law. 1990. Oh, yes. No, you can feel free to move about no, the, uh, the cities. Okay. Guess we've declared martial law. We have declared martial law as the episode subject for yep. this one. We declared mm-hmm. it. So, uh, uh, plot summary. That's what we do. Here comes one. An undercover cop teams up with a martial arts expert to stop a gang of drug smugglers and car thieves. Mm-hmm. Martial law. Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, you're done already. I'm done already. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This little gem uh-huh. starring Chad McQueen. Yeah. Son of Steve McQueen. Uh-huh. No, I thought it was starring um... Chadwick. Chadwick. No, it's starring Richard Brandis. Richard nope. Brandis. He's first build. Mm, no. <laughs> He's the star. No. Nah. Martial law is Richard Brandis. No. In martial law, martial law. <laughs> no, he wrote it. Oh, he is the hero of the movie. Yeah, his name is above he the wrote, title. Wrote right. Anyway, his name is is in in place of Chad McQueen's mm-hmm. on several boxes of arts. It's weird. It's yes. very weird. It's other weird. than Chad, is McQueen, Chad McQueen's name on it in any of yes, okay. yes, the one we have yes. up now. Uh-huh. But Chad McQueen okay. is well, was there. martial law. Yes, in AKA. Martial Law. Sean Thompson. (laughs) More importantly than Chad and or Richard Brandis, Uh uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Yay! Yay! She's back for the 17th time. I don't know. Fourth. She gets higher building than Chad McQueen. No. 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 Only on that one box cover. On on the box (laughs) cover. One box cover. On the revised box. On the one photoshopped box cover. Some dick made that box cover. All right. (laughs) The Richard Brandis Richard Brandis. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, David Carradine's in this. He's uh, back again, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been in every movie we've watched. Yeah. Not every movie. Oh, just okay. a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. But it's our first Chad McQueen movie. Uh, and Richard <laughs> Brandis. Yeah. yeah, sure is. <laughs> so welcome, fellas. <laughs> yes, welcome to the Bad Movie Fiends Stables. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Chad McQueen has a Twitter account. <sighs> don't get to the don't bottom. Do not Chad. tweet at Chad McQueen. <laughs> don't do it. He's, not how, do you not know a, how power works? It's fucking Chad no. He's a race no, car driver. One man should have all this power, Chuck. All right, that's fair. God. He's a race car driver. That's a Okay. You're, you're playing with fire, Chuck. I am. I should not playing do that. You're with right. Fire. You're right. Don't do that. I retract do my not tweet at him. You're uh, yes. 
Okay. That's that's the main cast. <laughs> that's the important cast. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, so the, the movie, though, however, the movie starts. Um, there is a robbery slash hostage situation at a shitty jewelry store in a strip mm, mall. Crown jewelry. Um, I mean, it looks like it'd probably be a pawn shop in real life, but uh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's it it it's a real place. Okay, in real life, according to the credits. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's where it's they put the crown jewelry. Yeah, yeah sure. it's where they, it's where they keep the crown jewels. The crown jewels. Yeah, especially the diamonds. No one will ever think to look there. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, they, the the people that are robbing the place are like, uh, we have some vans, uh, and they're talking to the to the chief or whoever's outside. Yeah, you know, to, we don't hear part of the demands, but like we hear about something about a helicopter, and with, then he hangs a million dollars, and he hangs up, hangs up the phone, and is like, they want what do, uh, the lady cop that's there is like, what do they want? And like two large pizzas, special all the way or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, huh? <laughs> what do we do? He's like, she's like. Get out of the pizzas. What are you, new? <laughs> Lakers there for a second. She's like, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right away, this movie's like, I have a sense of humor. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay, good. That'll come in handy. Yeah. But yeah, so they, uh, Domino's guy, Domino's, yeah. shows up to bring up some pizzas. Yes. Two regular sized pizzas. Yeah. Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the chief is like, Hey, we're coming in. Uh, pizza guy's coming, and we're yep. gonna send a cop in too. And they're like, "Nah, no, I'm just, just not pizza. falling for that trick." Send the pizza kid in only. Yeah, by himself. pizza kid by himself. Mm-hmm. And chief's like, "Okay, pizza boy, get in there." So yeah, P- Domino's pizza boy goes inside. Shows up. He's like, "Domino's, yeah. totally not a cop." <laughs> Domino's, and they're like, "Thanks, kid." And he's he says, "Hey, I got him here in thirty minutes or less." And the the main like the main kidnapper mm-hmm. robber guy's like the fucking balls on this guy yeah. what the okay here's your tip and like goes over and just sticks his gum to his domino shirt and is like hey Mikey over here is gonna give you is your tip turn around mm-hmm. guy whips out a switchblade and then pizza guy turns out to not be pizza guy no what no. he's martial law we yeah. didn't see that coming from anywhere no no idea he is martial law and he fucking kicks that guy through a plate Wait. glass window all right <laughs> yeah. just for a second his name is sean thompson yes Shumps. but they call him martial law never explained they call him martial law they say it like three t- at one point Probably- they say it like it's the name of the team Probably because he's a guy who takes the knife away from the dude, stabs that dude in the quadricep, and then kicks him out a window. Yeah. Martial law. Uh, yes. <laughs> I would call a dude martial law if he did that. But I'm, I'm asking, did he request it? Like, he's like, I did some oh, bad so- shit. Call me martial oh, law. Oh, man. So you're saying he might be a douche because he gave himself a nickname? Yeah. Or, I mean, because, like, nothing about that really screams martial law. Like, now, if, like, there's some bad guys trying to get out of somewhere, and he's like, you're staying in. And I said so. Then it'd be like, oh, that guy's fucking, that guy is martial law. He's like, he kept those people in that house. <laughs> His middle name is Marshall. Oh, is that what it is? Sean, Sean Marshall Thompson? Yeah. Law. Law. Maybe that's, <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> maybe that's just who he mained in Tekken. Oh, okay. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know who he always picks. Yeah. Marshall Law. Yeah. The only way to beat him is to pick Eddie because we're cheap. <laughs> Maybe totally. they'll explain the backstory in the sequel. Oh, okay. Well, we can hope. Yes. Martial Law 2, Undercover. Undercover. Maybe he'll have a, a, a <laughs> some downtime to... Ex- hey, why do they call you Martial Law? <laughs> Your name's is, Sean. Is, is, is Chadwick McQueen back for Martial no. Law? No. What? Someone he else was plays above. Sean. There yeah. is another Martial Law? Yeah. 
I can, is he also Sean Thompson? Yes. Oh, I can't handle these changes. <laughs> it's going to be just, very confusing. It's, it's, yeah, it's just not going to work for you. No, yeah. it is not. But anyway, um, so yeah. okay, back to the so yes, he Domino's he, guy. He stabs a dude with his own knife, <laughs> yes. kicks him out a window. Yes. Uh, the other two are like the hell. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> one guy gets uh, face shoved through like a display uh, cabinet for his troubles. Well. <laughs> yeah, you Domino's have to explain how he grabs him by the the neck chain that he's wearing mm-hmm. and is just like whipping him back and forth, just punching him just <laughs> on his way towards the main bad guy whose gun has jammed. And he looks up and it's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Chad McQueen, who's Domino's guy. He's just punching this guy, holding his chain and just back and forth like a paddle ball game just mm-hmm. <laughs> three or four times and then just slams his face down into a display case. That guy's out. And then, you know, main bad guy's like, uh, well, I guess I'll kind of maybe fight you. I don't know. And Chad McQueen's not having any of that. He just just roundhouse kicks mm-hmm. that guy a few times and punches him. And then he's down and still moving about a bit. So McQueen kicks him one more time. Yeah. Yeah. And the chief, oh, he kicks him. He kicks him in the junk at one point, which they cut to the chief outside. Who's just grinning like an idiot. Like, wow. <laughs> just check that out. Yeah. Martial really law would, gets results. I, I didn't mention that they have the... Um, there's the owner of the place is outside. He's just like, why don't you just storm in and like bomb the place or something? Yeah. I have insurance. And they're like, four of your employees are in there. He's like, ah. ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then like when they're like surveying the damage, he's like, well, look at my window. And he's like, yeah. you have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> You're the guy who wanted us to storm it with the SWAT team. Yeah. His only problem now is the window is shattered. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. No, the one guy's head did go through one of the display cases. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And he hopefully, also got called out for having. Hopefully, he has like diamonds out. embedded in his face now. Oh yeah, like a Bond, like villain. a Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, Chad McQueen's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm martial law. Check me out. Yep, I'm gonna go home and stay there because I'm martial law. <laughs> <laughs> and have some my marital have, have oh. some sexy sax relations with my <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, gonna get Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, yeah. yeah, who works Vice? Mm-hmm. So she's always dressed like she works Vice. Which, yeah, kind of at, weird. at first I was like, is she a prostitute? And I'm like, wait, no, they wouldn't do that for Cynthia Rothrock. No. So no, she's just undercover. Yeah. Yep. She straps a badge to her thigh highs. And yeah, I, I just, I appreciate that they're both, you know, like undercover cops yeah. and doing all this stuff. Yet there are scenes where they're wearing police uniforms. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. Uh, Occasionally guys, they have to put on, you know, the blues. Do you guys get and... how this works? Yeah. It's like. That's really blowing your undercover. Yeah. <laughs> you're just walking around in a uniform. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you're undercover, you, when you get brought in, they got to be like, it's got to be like Fast and Furious, man. They got to swarm in and arrest you and take you out to a yeah. nice place out in the hills. Yeah, and you put hoods over all the undercover guys. So yeah. No one sees who they are. So, But no, they're just like, no, we're, who cares if we're undercover? Yeah, we're a couple. We sometimes also live we wear uniforms. And yeah. Sometimes she stays here. Sometimes I stay there. Whatever. Yeah. But they have some of the uh, the smoky sacks mm-hmm. sex. Yes. And then she just puts on her hooker uniform and is like, I got to do a double and yep. then leaves. She's doing double shifts a lot. She is. Which I don't know. I I don't like the fact that a cop is doing double shifts. No. This worries me. Happens all the time. I don't like it. They're like the, the, all our most important you don't have professions to like do double shifts. Doctors, policemen. 18 hours. Well, it days. sounds like she's just volunteering for these. She needs some money she because was a little Chad eager. McQueen won't move in with her. Yeah. Really? They're saving for their wedding. Yeah. Oh, Are they? Undercover wedding. Undercover. <laughs> Nobody knew about it? <laughs> no. <laughs> but they need money to keep it a secret. What, they need money to go to Vegas? Is that? <laughs> yes. Okay. 
That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Chad McQueen has a fuck up brother. Mm-hmm. Just as you, you know, do. Just Michael. He's a fuck up. And well, it, we're introducing him because like they're in the middle of a high speed car chase. right? Yeah. Because there's two cops doing like a comedy routine in a car, just like killing time. And then it's not bad. No, it's 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 not. Right joke. Well, the joke is like he's like, so I have to take my wife. My 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 wife said me stop and get some pills for her the, you know, yesterday. He's like, oh yeah, what's the big deal? And he's like, well, they're birth control pills. And he's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, neat, good. And he's like, yeah, but I had a vasectomy like eleven years ago. Yeah, <laughs> take my wife. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, like oh, it's a Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Let's go. It's really weird how they just call everything a Grand Theft Auto in this. Mm-hmm. It's like speeding car. <laughs> Get him. Well, the guy's driving it like he stole it. I mean, dumb. That, that's another thing this. too this, this car stealing GTA. ring would be a lot more successful if they didn't drive it like they stole it if they just drove it like they owned it <laughs> this is the one time that away. you should not drive it like you stole yes, it yes yeah. you should just drive it like a normal person and then you'll reach your destination yeah. without, the, without the cops going hey GTA get them drive it like yeah. you think about driving it if you stole it but yeah. not how you'd actually drive it if no. you stole it yeah drive it if you would <laughs> right you obey the it. traffic <laughs> laws listen to the drive radio drive it if you were actually committing a crime <laughs> right Gone in sixty minutes. It's easy. Right. Yes, just reach your destination yeah. safely. <laughs> you have arrived. Arrive alive. <laughs> Please don't make a U-turn when possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah, so he he crashes the car and is just on the run from the cops. Yeah. And the cops eventually catch him. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, it's you. You're martial mm-hmm. laws, brother." Pretty much, and they mm-hmm. he requests that he speak to him and. He gives him the story. He's like, hey, I was just hitchhiking. This guy picked me up, and he'd stolen the car. Mm-hmm. And I Why'd was just... you run? Well, I didn't think they believed me. Yeah, I've got priors. That Why would they believe me? Uh, you don't even believe me. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. And this is like... I wish th- your dad wasn't dead. This is like the first of three or four times where it's just like, Michael gets caught doing something, the most obvious illegal shit, mm-hmm. and his brother's just like, Ugh, get out of here. Just go home. Talk to mom. Just go away. And then the next scene is always is always Chad McQueen going home, talking to his mom. He's like, have you heard from Michael? No? Okay, well, have him call me. Mm-hmm. Th- that well, happens like four times. And it's also like, like Michael's like, all right, you're a cop. Talk to them. Get me out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a, like he has a get out of jail free card, literally. Sure. Cops but do that. I, I love that when he gets it set up where he's like, all right, you got to meet with the D with the DA and, you know, he'll see what he can do. And he's like, oh, whatever, man. Yeah. Like, I thought you were just going to get this taken care of. And he's like, <laughs> This is the process of getting it taken care of. Right. You deadbeat piece of shit. <laughs> well, there's like there's, later in the movie, there's a point where he's just like, hey, you want me to talk to somebody about getting a job? He's like, go, get off my back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, I got you this interview. <laughs> Dad no. died like 10 years ago. I haven't had time to process it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like that guy. It's like, geez, mom, I applied for like... <laughs> A job today. I like looked through one the paper. whole job. <laughs> Leave me alone. Get it, off my back. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, but so the reason Michael doesn't want to get a job, a real job, is because he's working for David Carradine, mm-hmm. who runs like this weird dojo slash arms sales slash car theft. Yeah. Ring. His name is Dalton Rhodes. Yeah, Dalton get Rhodes. It? Rhodes. Because <laughs> they steal cars. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> but we do for the cars. I mean, he's basically just like, people come to him and like, I need this list of things. And he's like, all right, give me a million dollars up front and give me a million dollars later and I'll give you the things. And then usually two things happen. Either like the, the, the transaction goes smoothly, but then Dalton is like, 
ah, let's sweeten this deal. Let's fight to the death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Wait, what? <laughs> or everyone pulls guns on well, each yeah, other. Well, yeah, because the car that was being stolen by his brother. I mean, we'll just skip ahead in the plot a little yep. bit. Um, they were stealing a Porsche, and it was like the last piece of this exotic car order. Yeah. It was like that, a gone in 60 seconds order. Right. Yeah, the, basically, yeah, basically, like, you know, the classic, you know, Asian mobster guy is like, I want these specific cars. Like, I got to do these specific cars. And he's got the big goon muscle guy. Mm. And they're like, other than the last car, which is a uh, late because of the shenanigans mm-hmm. from from this whole opening scene, they very much like the same night they go out and get the car, no problem, bring it there, great. And scene goes well, and then like yeah, he's just like yeah, you're a big giant goon over there. I think I could take him, like yeah. for almost no reason. I think like the guy was you know kind of doing his job of like get away from my boss. Yeah, but he never really said anything or did anything. No, he was just there, and David Carradine mm-hmm. was like. I'm gonna I'm gonna murder that guy. Yeah, is that cool with you? What do you, what do you think? Like, uh, you know, if, <laughs> you, if 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 he wins, you know, you get the cars for free, and uh, if I win, you pay me twice as much. Right. He's like, fight to the death. Also, it's Go. a fight to the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. That guy like, is yeah. just that's the last thing there. he says, and it's kind of fast. He's like, also fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> First man, stop breathing. Well, well, loses. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he's like, uh, you understand what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I get it. It's I get a fight it. to the death. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, the henchman guy's just like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's speak gonna, English. Yeah. But it's like, okay, let, let, it's on. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the henchman guy just basically almost murders David Carradine, but it was a ruse. Well, because he, he's a big giant dude. Yeah. He's the wrestler guy. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And uh, David Carradine pops up like the guy's going to do like the death blow. He's David Carradine's down. He's gonna, the guy's going to come down with all his force on his back. Well, well, they make it sound like, or they make it look like he's broken his neck. Yes. Cause like he does this move and he's like, he's mm-hmm. actually got him in a chokehold, which you know, David yeah. Carradine, but, yeah, that's, um, you know. And, and they, like and they actually like put it in like a yeah, they, cracking sound. They yeah. fully in a crunch. Yeah, and, they're like, and he's like he, he slumps down. And he had like, a walnut in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's just one. adjusting his back. Right. Yes, via yeah, his neck. Yes, right. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, so he he then pops up and then in slow motion, you know, just palm punches him in the heart. Five finger exploding heart. Yeah, palm punch. Does whatever the, it was. the mm-hmm. die yeah. or whatever that is. Yes, Enzelard. Death touch. Nagra. Yeah. Heart exploded. <laughs> right. Yeah. The dim sum. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does the dim sum. Because yeah. uh, right. his heart was in a whole bunch of little pieces after mm-hmm. that. Yep. And uh guy just goes, uh, and down. <laughs> yeah. Dead. Right. And so, okay. He's this, like, yeah, he takes the, he picks the briefcase up. He's like, I expect the other half of the money tomorrow. Yeah. The guy's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just oh. happened? <laughs> But Shit. this all this all serves that like eventually like they're like they go to investigate and they find actually they 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 weren't even investigating they just find the, the dead guy they find the giant dead guy because they're chasing Roth, well, yeah okay so we haven't even really She's mentioned right. her She's yet a- aside from the fact that it's his girlfriend yeah. but so like they are I don't know what the hell they're doing they're just out somewhere and get into another fight or or is this the fight in the bar yeah this is this is part of that I guess it, it's because they go. Uh, there's so many I things she was just, I thought she was just chasing some random dude. I like, think it's the, a person who runs out of the bar. No, 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 no. The bar scene is separate from this. Yeah, this is when right. she goes on some bust with some oh, yeah, random old, old dude. Guy. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then this is her double shift. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She opens up. The this g- is not the same double shift, though, because... Yeah. It's another shift. It's, it's another one of her shift. many double shifts. Yeah. But I just like it. The old guy's like, all right, there's our two guys. And he like opens his car door right to him. And like, they just shoot. Like, They're he, just like, yeah, he's got like no cover whatsoever. He's just like, like hey, oh. guys. <laughs> oh, I am shot in the leg. Yeah. And she's like trying to take off after them. And he's like scolding her like, no, like, you, where are you going? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I got shot. I'm going to go get them because they shot you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But she she chases this random hood into the into a bathroom, mm-hmm. and he hides in a stall, and that's where the Professor Tanaka was. Yeah, the dead guy is. Yeah, the body is. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, punches. He she he opens the stall to peek out, and she punches him to death right. <laughs> to the back of the stall, yeah. and that's when they find. That guy, the the henchman's body, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that just that gets them to like they're at the they're at the me, and he's like they bring in uh, Sean or Martial Law as we'll call him, mm-hmm. uh, and to look at the wound, and he's like, yeah, I think that's you know the conpay or whatever it is, hand fist thing. It started off as a healing technique, but it could be used to kill a man too. Yeah, which sounds strange. Like, how is that a healing technique? Just punch someone in the heart. Oh. Much better. Your heart was fucking up. Now, well, if your heart it. stops, you yeah. punch it yeah. a bunch of times yeah. until it starts again. Right. Sounds good. That's it's, what it, I've learned from. Yeah, it's like the paddles. Uh, it's like an Asian. If you're alive and you hit them with the paddles, that's a bad thing. Yeah. If they're dead and you hit them with the paddles, it's a good thing. Okay. It's kind of like that. Okay, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so they're basically like, "What do you think this is, Chad McQueen?" He's like, "Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's the death it's punch. It's the thing." Oh, and also look, he has this tattoo which says he yeah. was a you know a, yakuza. A hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically guy from Hong Kong because I was in Hong Kong, you know, Hong Kong Assassin Guild or okay, something like that. So whatever the Hong yeah, Kong I, version of the yakuza is, it's yeah. fooey. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, that took me a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, Meanwhile, uh, um, fuck up brother has been kind of moving up the ranks with. With uh, David Carradine's crew, because David Carradine likes him, yeah. But likes what happens? Jib. Yeah. Well, he like, he noticed him in the dojo, as uh-huh. he tells him. Yeah. But there's a scene where the other guy who was on the uh, you know on the car stealing little mission and got away, yeah. You know, is is trying to put all the blame on on little Michael. Yeah, he was like Michael was driving. Yeah, he was driving. Blah he blah blah. Needs to and, answer for this. Yeah, and meanwhile David Carradine's walking around menacingly with a pool cue. Right. And you know, and we've seen enough of these movies to know, yeah, that that dude's totally gonna get killed by David Carradine now because he knows he's lying. And they fullied the fuck out of this pool. I mean, like every movement yeah. that <laughs> David Carradine does with it, it's making that sound. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's just basically that other guy. David Carradine's like, I no, you were driving. I knew yeah. you were driving, so I'm just gonna shove this pool cue through your face. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, he, he bloodlessly murders the guy yeah. by jabbing a pool cue. A sp- Presumably through his eye. It's, Actually, no, it shows up later. Yeah, center forehead. Through his forehead. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's basically just like, you like that, Michael? See what I yeah. did? Pretty neat, huh? And he's like, yeah, Michael's just like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that to me. <laughs> Be even sweeter if you don't do it to me. But yeah, he, he, yeah. he says, yeah, he, he's, I like you in the dojo. You don't mm-hmm. give up. You keep fighting. Yeah. You have so, the heart of a dragon and mm-hmm. the spirit of a warrior. That's and, what I need. Yeah. So... So now, now Michael is like, and, and that's the thing too about like his whole, his whole operation that David Carradine's doing is it only ever feels like there's like three or four guys in it. Yeah. Because he's got uh, the one Asian henchman from Australia with, no, it's a Cockney accent more than that. Cause he keeps calling him governor. Yeah. And it's he keeps, just, no, he keeps calling him governor. Yeah. It's not even governor. Yeah. It's he does. Governor. He, yeah. He's using the accent, but not saying the words right. Well, it's, yeah. But, but really I mean, strange. whoever 80 yard, this guy's voice is just an asshole. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, Probably. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. And it's just like, it's so weird, too. It, it's over half the movie before I figured out exactly what the accent was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's it's so strange yeah. and confusing because he's using lingo not fitting the character Absolutely and an accent not. also not fitting the character, but none of them are meshing mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. Yeah, but this is clearly one of those guys who's hired because, like, he's a good 
stunt guy. So I'm in the dojo. You know. Were we sure he was ADR? Look at his uh, biography on IMDb. I'm not specifically he born, sure. He was born in Singapore and moved to the UK at the age of five. All right. Well, then. So then, <laughs> just well, then you know what? Then whoever taught him to speak is an asshole. All right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I looked him up. Whoever taught that man to speak did it wrong. <laughs> Maybe he's better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's really, like, unnerving hearing that guy speak. It's weird. It's yeah. it's. It's but like, yeah. what but, is this guy's accent? He basically becomes the de facto, like, number two guy, yeah. like, whenever David Carradine needs henchman stuff, that's his guy. And then later on, they introduce another, like, a big dude yeah. who just kind of, like, shows up. Well, he's the main, like, dude who works in the dojo. Mm-hmm. It jets. Like, the recruiter. Yeah. Yep. The jet center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so that so Michael has become like a you know a delivery guy slash whatever, whatever David Carradine needs. That's kind of like Michael's deal. Yeah, he's just a guy that David Carradine yeah. thinks is all right. And meanwhile, there's been another dude who eventually comes into the scene, who is uh his name is Faster Brown. Yes, and he was a former student at the dojo that that David Carradine just didn't like him. Didn't like him. Didn't like him. But he's like, oh, I got news for you, David Carradine. I can. <laughs> I can tell you, I got I got information. He's like, all right, you got three seconds. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's like, that guy was lying to you. <laughs> but this is like the guy who just that he just killed. He's like, yeah, yeah I know. I, I fucking jabbed a pool cue in his forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's taken care of. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. We're good, We're good here. Yeah, <laughs> still not hiring you back because yeah. I don't like you. Good talk. Yeah, the guy's like, oh man. <laughs> all right, I'll go get more information. Yeah, I'm gonna get better but, information. Like, He's gonna like me. This guy is is just like. He's just a he's an aggressive asshole. Yeah, like and it's kind of like very clear and it's weird because it's very clear like David Carradine is not a guy to be fucked with. No, and but and he's like I don't like you. Go away from me. Right. And he's like no, but but boss, I gotta tell you something. You know. And he's like no, you don't. This guy's (laughs) like like, if I don't work for David Carradine, my life is over. Like I've got nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. I this has to be my mission in life is to get back in with David Carradine. Yep. And but, he is just, I'm, he is on such a mission to do that. Like mm-hmm. every waking moment is some, I, he's got to do something to to get yeah. that just nugget of information that he can give to David Carradine. <laughs> well, David Carradine like dismisses him. And the next time we meet up with him is the time that it's time for martial law and Cynthia Rothrock to mm-hmm. team up. Yeah. Somehow they've, they've tied him into their investigation that they have because they're going specifically to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the link was. Like it why they went. It doesn't matter. I, I think one of like the random cops was just like, "Hey, we saw Foster Jones the other day." Or Foster Brown. Foster Brown. Fest, whatever. <laughs> Friday, Foster Brown. Yeah, we saw him at the thing. You should go yeah. d- go over there. So they go to the uh, the Hard Rock Club, the Rubber Club, Rubber Club. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it, it, they've got like knockoff Guns and Roses. It's probably L.A. Guns. What was that? It could be. Hmm? What? The band had a name. I just, I can't remember. Knock Off Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yes. They're my Guns N' Roses cover band. <laughs> they were, it was like Spider. I don't think that's how the joke works. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's, so it's a shitty bar, club, place. Mm-hmm. Band is playing not very well. Um, and so <laughs> they go in. Like some lady comes up to Chad McQueen, starts making out with him, and then hands him a rubber. And mm-hmm. like, welcome to the rubber club. 
And it just cuts over to Cynthia Rothrock looking at him disapprovingly like he did anything. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, this lady came over. I don't know. And she's just like, oh, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so they go to meet, you know. Uh, well, they basically just walk up yeah. to Faster Brown and they're like, and he's just like, hey, look, badge. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hell no. And, and immediately it's like the badge flashes and it's like the band it gets the band's yeah. version of a record scratch. Yeah. And just all the guys like immediately like, badge, go. And they all jump into, you know, karate positions and start mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah. And again, this is another one of those movies where everyone knows karate. Yeah. Yes. The best kind of movie. It's yeah. also one of those. It's a Cynthia Rothrock movie. So it's got a bunch of stuntmen who are just like, yeah, just fucking kick me. Yep. As like, hard as you can. Yeah. I will fly back. Go ahead. Kick me feet. in the chest. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So you get some good fight scenes, mm-hmm. you know, because they're well choreographed and it's clear they're making contact Yeah, at the times, or at least if they're not making contact, they're filming it well enough to sure as hell make it look like it. All the fight scenes are shot well. Yes. Yeah. None of them look like, oh, that's not how ha- I mean, they look they're not as good as that other movie we watched earlier this year. Um, The one where they took over the town. China O'Brien. Yeah. They're, they're not as good as that. That movie looked like dudes got fucking wrecked every yeah. three minutes. Right. But it looks like contact's being made, and mm. they do a decent enough yeah. job with sound effects to make it sound like And it's... Chad McQueen's pretty good. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. He really isn't. I, so it's, I mean, He's not that good, but like at some point, I was like, wait, didn't his dad train with Bruce Lee? And like I'm wondering if... like He picked a, a well, little like, bit I mean, of it. I was like, <laughs> if you like hanging out when it was happening, like, did he, you know... I was like, just wondering if there was like anything ever, ever taught to him. He is, I mean... <sighs> He's he's better than a lot of people who have purported to do these kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's him doing things yeah. for starters. Right. Uh, there's there's one stunt that's very clearly not him, but like it's there's a flip over a table that it's like, oh, that was so not yeah. him. Mm-hmm. But like otherwise, yeah, he's he's selling these pretty well. Yes. And the, the thing I like about this is like it's they're not superheroes. Like they both like they'll get kicked or punched both of them, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't phase him probably like it should. But uh, I like that at least they're, you know, it's not the Cobra effect of you'll never touch me. Right. You know, no. Kind of thing. Yeah. No, they do get hit. I mean, and both of them are bloodied at a couple of points throughout yeah. the movie. But the, the uh, for as good as all the fight scenes are in this, the one thing that, well, there's several things that bother me. But like the one thing that really bothers me and it really shows up in the in the bar fight is that they've dubbed in a bunch of like Bruce Lee sound effects whenever yeah. Cynthia Rothrock is fighting. She's clearly not making Mm-hmm. anywhere near that amount of noise yeah but they're just like ha, he. you know it's just like mm-hmm. stop that yeah chad mcqueen isn't saying shit he's not making a sound at all except with his fists you know yeah she doesn't need that the character doesn't need that mm-hmm. there's kind of a weird like she's a sidekick feeling to her throughout this movie which is kind of demeaning yeah it's it's disappointing that that keeps happening yeah with so many of her movies mm-hmm. where she's yeah, she's basically the sidekick, even though she clearly knows how to do yeah. more. Yeah. Well, there's a scene but. later that's like even worse because, like, I mean, th- this they basically, you know, it it, it gets resolved pretty quickly. Like right. they, they get the guy, they get him down, and then I don't remember what the circumstances are when they, the two of them end up in another fight. That's they they had they'd seen the tattoo and they're like, oh, it's these people. That's what it yeah. was. We yeah. got to go. I know this guy. Yeah, they went and interrogated this guy that was a former member of whatever yeah. Hong Kong Yakuza, not Yakuza, but what, you yeah. know, the, the Hong man. Kong equivalent of Assassin. Yakuza. Well, right. he like this Assassin's Guild or whatever. The fuck yes, it is. exactly. And it's he like gets, this, it's like this John yeah. Wick scenario. Yes. thing. but <laughs> he gets ninja starred for talking to them. Right. Yeah. Like and, immediately. Yes. Yeah. Just like, walks, literally like, turns a corner four seconds after telling them, <laughs> right. hey, man, I he was like. Some guy buys cars. That's 
that's all I know. Yeah. See ya. Turns like, corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, like four, I think it's like five dudes come out yeah. and, and start fighting them. Cynthia Rothrock has to fight one guy. One guy the entire time. Now, to be fair, I recognize that guy. He's been in like Jackie Chan movies. Yes. He's been in, like, he's like a well-known stuntman. He's yeah. a badass in some of these movies. Yeah. But he, t- you know, Chad McQueen is like, yeah, ha, ha, between four guys. And she's just like having some trouble with this one dude. Which yeah. Is she spends the entire scene fighting that one guy, whereas Chad McQueen knocks out like four guys. But, you know, but she's they, fighting that dude on the stairs. They make it better because there's this. Yeah. They're fighting on like some like, you know. <laughs> back alley style stairs like nothing mm-hmm. fancy and there's just you know metal uh, handrails down it and there's this point where <laughs> she just like does she just straight take she his head she grabs his head and yeah. just bongs it onto the yeah. thing and, 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 and smashes the, his forehead into the yep. railing and they just keep doing the dong it's a really good hollow pipe sound it's it's really well done and then she just like a couple times down really good hollow pipe sound is by Zamfir cover band um is this the fight too, where she does that weird Mortal Kombat shit, where she just like kicks the guy like six or eight times in the head right in a row? It, probably. <laughs> even, there's there's a couple of those. Yeah. yeah, but like at one point she just high kicks this guy in the face, like foot to face, like eight times in less than two seconds. It's some yeah. really weird Mortal it's like Kombat. Her, it's like her foot is motorboating him or something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yes. <laughs> It's like the E Honda thousand hand yeah. or hundred yeah. hands thing, well, yeah. but with the foot to the More face. like a straight version of the Sonya Blade later kick up that she did. That mm-hmm. all of these things yeah. that never happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> she does it. Yeah, um, and it looks good. I mean, it doesn't look like yeah, it's, it's like yeah, okay, I can believe that. Sure, whatever. Right. Uh, meanwhile, David Carradine is just killing more dudes because like he keeps doing deals with people and they keep turning on him. Like he's doing this yeah. arms deal. Yeah, he's doing something with some colonel. Yeah, and. It's just, it goes wrong, and he's just like, well, I'm just going to death punch both of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like later, like the cops are like, hey, we found these more guys. They got the the death bruise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They got to figure it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, about this time, Michael has to meet with the DA. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they, so he has the meeting and martial laws with him. He's like, yeah, he did good. And he's like, oh, I don't know. DA said he'd think about it. And he's like, that's a good sign. If yeah. he says he'll think about it, that means he believes you. You're not in cuffs. Yeah. So <laughs> if not, you're just screwed. So I also like that the very first time he was allowed to leave after, you know, being accused of this crime, he's released under his bro- brother's uh, custody. And his brother just continually walks outside. He's like, all right, see ya. Yeah. It's like, that's the whole. Th- I'm every like, you're time not, you're this not custody- custodying very well here. Like, no. you know, <laughs> it's because, t- like I said, he always says the same thing. Go home, see mom. And then he goes to see mom. He's like, where's Michael? Well, he I haven't home, seen him. Like, doesn't he drive him home on, a, on his bike one yes. day? And they're like, he, but he, he like can't even wait the 20 seconds for him to walk inside no. and make sure he actually walked inside the house. Yeah, no, he just immediately drives. He's off like, and then all right, Mike- he's off the bike. Bye. Mm, yeah. I got Cynthia Rothrock to do. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah. But this is this is also the the point where he has the whole like why don't you get a job yeah. you know why don't you do that and he's like why don't you get off my back not my dad yeah and, and he's like, like well here take this money yeah and he's like insistent because he's like no I'm fine I got money he's like no take it come on buy mama he doesn't say that he has money he's specifically avoiding yeah like, or, yeah trying or he, to say well, yeah he money. says he's he like, doesn't need it yeah yeah. He's like, but, well, yeah. just use and it to course, buy mama birthday present faster brown who they had captured earlier gets released because I guess there was lack of evidence or something I yeah. don't know. He's just standing yeah. up there. He's like, but, but yeah, he's like, I, and he's like, oh, well, I have information I have to give infor- David yes. Carradine. Yeah. <laughs> My day is right. I will get that job. Now, there's <laughs> kind of a useless scene 
thrown in the middle here where he goes home and like there's cops including the writer of the movie guy sitting outside of his his place oh yeah and oh, like Pastor brown and he's yeah. just like dying to get out like to go tell mm-hmm. you know david carradine this information yeah. so he sends he has this lady i don't know what her function is but just this lady that hangs out with him sure um and he she goes and distracts the cops in the car so that he can get away yep i, I don't know it really is kind of a pointless scene but it's there mm-hmm. it continuity yeah explain yeah. the guy they're watching the guy how to get the guy away I, why even have him other than the guy was like hey i want to be in the uh, movie for another scene 90 uh, minutes yeah oh that too yeah but yeah so he goes to david carradine he's like i got some news for you <laughs> I, I really have david news carradine. This time. you were gonna hire me to be your vice president yeah <laughs> guess <Yeah>. what <laughs> Well, basically, he's like, he's like, hey, uh, off screen, we, we, I, I assume he tells him the whole what he saw about Michael because David Carradine goes against Michael, who's like cleaning the another, uh, I think it's the same white Porsche that he stole earlier, mm. like another one, mm. and like, and he's just like, hey, uh, Faster here says that uh, you're on the take from the cops, so why don't we take a ride? Yep. So they ride out to like the observatory. Yes. Um, I guess in L.A. or whatever, and uh, he's just like. Well, he accused you of this. Uh, tell you what, you kill him, and uh, I'll 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 let you live. Yeah, and, and believe you. He's like he says you're an informant. You're a police informant. Yeah. He was like, well, that's not true. He's like, well, prove it. Murder him. Yeah. And faster, he's <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't even wait. He's just like, oh, really? Bye. Yeah. And starts it's running like, away. That's not cool. Well, I'm yeah, not inside for like, to see you. <laughs> just like, come on, man. Yeah. I just wanted a job. Yeah. Now he takes off. Now he gets a good like five minutes head start, because David Carradine is just talking to Michael this entire time. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, man. If you're not an informant, just go kill him. He's right over there. Just go yeah. get him. Meanwhile, dude is run like full yeah. speed. His just, name's faster. Yes, he's gone. But like immediately, Michael's like, okay, I'll go kill him. And then caught up to him like immediately. Mm-hmm. And they have some fight, you know, in the yeah, brief fight on the outskirts of the observatory. And then, you know, they struggle over the gun. Michael gets the gun, fires a shot from the air. He's like, run. And faster's like, woohoo. And then yeah. runs away. He's like, do you want to die or you want to live? Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. bye. And, and like, so he fires the gun and they cut back to David Carradine. He's like, yes, I mm. knew he was the one. <laughs> he is so good yeah. at all the things I ask him to do. Yep. <laughs> but of course, you know, because Faster is just like. Is Faster. Aggressively a dick. The, the next night somehow finds out the whole deal that they're going to have where it's like, okay, I got to steal more cars from this Porsche dealership. Right. And so he immediately calls martial law. And he's like, I, and, you know, when he's got the the rag over right. over the phone. He's like, he's, guess what? He's yeah. Grand Theft Auto. I, I've got some information for you. It's personal. It's anonymous caller calling. Yeah, you've got a four eighty seven progress at the Porsche, please. Mm. He's like, that's what you call GTAs, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, All right, yeah. this is be, this be important to you. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they. Hit, uh, Martial Law and Cynthia Rothrock drive over to the to the car dealership. <laughs> just immediately, like almost pull up right to his brother yeah. stealing the car. Like, hey, yeah. what? And they're, and they're all just like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And Faster's like across the street, going, "This is gonna be great. <laughs> this is so good." Um, so like the the not brother runs off, and Rothrock chases after him, mm-hmm. and you know Michael takes off, and Martial Law takes off after him. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically an excuse to give Rothrock another fight, right? And this one's kind of notable because like she fires a shot in the air and the guy's like, Oh, come on lady, whatever. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm not, you're not taking me in. And so they start to fight. And at first the guy's just like shrugging off every single, he's just mm-hmm. like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> these things you're doing. Nah. 
<laughs> not gonna happen. Uh, so they get into it. Uh, I think this might be the guy she bicycle kicks. Okay, yeah, whatever. But yeah, but she eventually beats his ass. Right. Uh, eventually, martial law catches up to Michael, cuffs him, and then turns him around. Is like, son of a bitch, and just starts violently flinging him against this yeah. chain link. Well, fence. even before he says anything, he's just like, yeah, shaking but him. Like turns him around. It's just like. God damn it, Michael! It's, just it's, ah! it's a really good reaction. Just because before he yeah. decides, he's like, he's just like, Ugh! and then again, he's like, get out of my sight, yeah. mm-hmm. just get out of here, <laughs> go home to mom, right? <laughs> Tell her you love her. Yes, buy her a present with yes. that money I gave you. Thank her for the snacks. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um. So they get back to the car, and Rothrock is there with the guy that she caught, mm-hmm. and he's just like, well, we got away. Like, okay, yeah. whatever. They eventually have some conversation on a beach or something where they just, you know, con- he confesses to her, yeah, it's my fuck up brother. He's mm-hmm. doing all these things. And she's like, oh, well, that's that's a really tough call. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bummer, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit happens. <laughs> so you let him go, huh? It's not really yeah. a great caller. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember that honesty thing? Yeah. Let's, let's get a little less of that for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, so that, yeah, yeah, Michael eventually, like the next morning, wakes up and is like, "All right, I need to call my brother. I need to call martial law and just talk oh, well, this out." Okay, so no, uh, Faster has been caught. Right, he like walks into a, a bar. Tell me if you heard this one, and he's he's just like, "Hey, what's going on?" Oh shit! And they're just, the the henchman for David Carradine. Yeah, like, the big well, one that finally showed because I just saw a ghost. Look at you! And he's like, "Oh yeah, okay. Let me go tell David Carradine mm-hmm. that the guy didn't kill me." Um, so yeah, that leads to Michael going home, calling his brother, but then like the weird Cockney Australian mm-hmm. Asian dude is there. He's like, Oh, you should have locked your door. Oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, but essentially like his, his final plan is when he gets caught. He's just like, well, now he's just like using the, like, Hey, guess what? He didn't kill me. Yeah. Excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> see? Yeah. See, he's a lying piece of shit. You. Told you he was a liar. <laughs> yeah. Can I have my job now? Yes. Also, by the way, his brother's a cop. I, I think I figured that out. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, he's like, all right, kill faster. He, he's accused you of all these things. Last chance, put a bullet in him. No, no, no. They're like nunchuck fight. Oh, nunchuck fight. That's <laughs> Here, guys, yeah. have some nunchucks. That's and fight right. Each nunchuck other. Fight. Yeah, he's yeah, like, sorry. you thought you were better than Michael. Well, prove it. Yeah. So they fight for a little bit. Michael kind of gets the upper hand, but he's just like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to kill him. And David Carradine is like, God damn it. And just <laughs> murders yeah, shoots him. him. Shoots faster. Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then basically goes like, so your you know your brother's a cop and he's he's pretty good at martial arts too. Yeah, he's like you know how good you know and he's better like, than you. He's better than you. And he's like, oh yeah, well watch this you know pew, yeah. yeah death punch. Well, I love that, that Michael tells he's like, yeah, I've I've spent my life trying to be better than him, and that's mm-hmm. what maybe want to be good at something. Yeah, more than him. And he's like, good story. Yeah, cute. Fucking murders him. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, the two henchmen, you know, it's the uh, the Cockney guy and the big giant muscle guy are in the room. Like, when he kills faster, they're all like, yeah. And then he kills, you know, Michael, and they're like, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> His story really, really affected me. Like, You're killing everyone, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like, please don't punch me in the heart. Yeah, too. no, just... <laughs> start thinking they're gonna wear mm-hmm. but then like they, they do the whole like they find his body and all that and there's a sad moment and you know 
all of that happens and there's a funeral and mom oh that's right they they bother they they roll up and tell him that his, his brother's dead while they're having mom's birthday yeah. party yep. chad mcqueen <laughs> bought her so a nice like, dress yeah, well, he, he bought, bought her the ugliest ass dress <laughs> You know, it's, it's ugly it's, ass dress. Well, it's the grandmother She's like, blouse. She's thanks. like, oh, it's, it's it's darling. I love it. I'm going to put it on yeah. as soon as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to help bud me up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. but man, you no made mom. it weird. Yeah. Is <laughs> <Was But> Michael <laughs> called? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So cop shows up and is like, yeah, he's, he's dead. Yeah. Happy birthday, mom. Yeah. He's like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he goes and sits on their grave. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's later. He has a <laughs> contemplative moment at the grave. I know. But, <laughs> but his plan now is they're, they're rummaging through uh, Michael's room trying to get a clue. Yeah. And he finds a, like, a karate trophy. And he's like. Amidst like the statue hands of middle fingers <laughs> and no idea weird ass shit he does have weird ass shit <laughs> but yeah they find the karate trophy. and he's like i had no idea and then he's like oh it's the school this must be the common link they match the trophy to the phone book and they're like it's that place let's yeah. go there uh, they're recruiting them karate <laughs> they're you know they're recruiting recruiting them brain just went stupid there yeah they're recruiting them out of this karate school so we got to go get them mm-hmm. and um I, I don't know. It's just, you know, they got out the jump to conclusions, Matt, because they got there. And so he goes to the karate school and is like, hey, you're hiring instructors. And, and it's the big dude. Yeah. The big giant henchman big monster is, like, man is like, no, no, I think we're good here. Yeah. I think you don't look like much anyway. And so he's, he's like, all right, cool. I guess I'll leave now. And, and he's walking out and like by the door, they have set up like the, the, the vertical stand with the uh, cinder blocks. Mm-hmm. And he just walks by, like cracks like five of them. And it's just like, yep, I'm out. Yep. Yeah. I was like, hey, wait. I said, what was your I, name again? I got through all the blocks of ice, like in Karate Kid 2. Yeah. Says, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And th- this is all like a weird passage of time because each scene only lasts like two minutes, but it does. He just keeps going to this place and then like doing something and then cut mm-hmm. to something else. It's like there's never any kind of like reaction from the people there. He just keeps going there and then like, because like later he goes and the, you know, the, the Cockney guy is there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, it's like, why would we hire you? Why are you looking for, why do you want to work here? And he's like, need a job need money it's like all right fight me yeah so he's like where did you train yeah he's like i have i have references (laughs) yeah you want my references references fight me (laughs) (laughs) so guy comes at him with like everything and chad mcqueen is just shrugging him off like whatever get out of here with this and actually tags him with a punch or two and then he's just like all right we're good here now fight this guy fight fight the big dude yeah and big dude's not having any of it well he's just like yeah like right to the stomach guy's like yeah whatever yeah so McQueen does the one-two combination of punch to the dick, punch to the face. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, ah, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and then that scene ends, like, with no resolution there. It's mm-hmm. like, well, that surely got him the job, right? But no, no we're not entirely sure. time again, he's sitting at home, and he gets a call, and it's like, hey, it's us. We're at the school. Uh, we need you for a special job. Yeah. Why don't you come be a henchman for us? We'll pay you $1,000. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess I could use the money. Yeah. This is where he has the the time to contemplate because they're like, yeah, meet at the school at nine o'clock tonight, and and his the rest of his day consists of I think he goes to see Cynthia Rothrock. He yep. has a contemplative moment between his dead dad and his dead brother, freshly buried dead brother. Yeah, <laughs> with like I don't know, it looks like two popsicle sticks in the form of a cross. <laughs> I mean, there's like a like an actual headstone at one, and the other one's like just the shittiest grave, mm-hmm. gravestone ever. Yeah, and then does some air karate out of the beach in silhouette form. 
You know, he's mm-hmm. just, he's just punching out his anger. Yeah, air karate. Yeah, and then uh, so like four days have passed, and then it's like nine o'clock. They, they, they have a scene with him and Cynthia Rothrock as he's getting ready, and he's like, "You sure I can't come with you?" He's like, "No, I got to do this by myself." Like, Can I tell you? Nope, you can't be involved in this at all. Absolutely, you cannot. Cannot be involved in this. Just go back to your desk. I got this. I got to take <laughs> Pull care. Pull another double. Yeah, yeah, just go do your cute little vice thing, and just leave me alone. So he he's he's standing outside the karate school and they pull up in the limo, yep. take him to uh, some sort of staging area. Well, they drive to a staging area, but it, it immediately like Cynthia Rothrock follows right. them and mm-hmm. then pulls up alongside the limo and is just looking in there like <laughs> with her window now. Just yeah, like, hey. I'm here. I'm tailing mm-hmm. you. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even tailing when you're alongside yeah. a limo. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> Get out of the site. <laughs> I need some space. But some oh uh, a a semi tra- like the the tractor part of a tractor trailer pulls out. Yeah. Like completely in the middle of the traffic, like right behind the limo but in front of Cynthia Rothrock. Mm-hmm. And then sits there like waiting honking at them, like waiting to make a left turn. It's like, uh that's not how traffic works in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Right. And so he finally goes just enough time for her to get kind of separated from them. They've come to this transition place and they're like getting all the muscle together and the guns together. We're going to go to the airport. He gets that information. Mm-hmm. There was this really dumb scene earlier where, again, it was just like dumb exposition to get to this point here where they went to the airfield. And he's like, yeah, me and my brother, were our, our dad used to take us to the airfield. And they go to the airfield and he has this paper airplane mm-hmm. and, and, and throws it. And it's just, it's like the saddest yep. paper airplane throw ever, but it's airborne for less than a second. He finds out that they're <laughs> well, going, he's not trying to launch it. I know. But I know. Not not this time. I'm talking about earlier when he's actually oh, like, yeah. like he's like, here's a paper airplane. Yep. Now he's like, oh, I found out we're going at an airfield. I, and she's telling me I'm going to leave a clue. So he makes a paper airplane real fast and leaves it on the floor. Mm-hmm. That's so how she knows to finally get she there. She somehow, oh, she sees the limo. That's what she's driving down the street. Like, where the hell did they go? Sees the limo because yeah. they've trans- transitioned mm-hmm. over to trucks mm-hmm. now and uh, picks up the paper airplane. She's like, oh, they're at the, they're at the airfield. Yeah, I guess. I'll it's a there. clue. Yeah. yeah. I'll go. I'll go there. Now, we haven't even talked about what this other plot is, because we don't really honestly know. There's just a guy named the Colonel, mm-hmm. and he wants guns. Yep. <laughs> and his henchmen tried to double-cross uh, David Carradine earlier. earlier, mm-hmm. And there was a scene where that that whole thing happened, and then... They got death-punched. And, and Michael was there and like got to witness them murder them, and was still kind of okay with all this. And yeah. st- still wasn't the moment where he's like, I think I should probably get the fuck out of this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. But now they've shown up, and... The colonel's there himself, and they do this whole thing where, like, you know, where's the money? Where's the guns? And they make this exchange, or they, they're about to make this exchange, and then they just, like, guys jump out, and they just murder all of them. And they're like, ha-ha, we, we get to keep the guns and the money. Yep. We did it. Yep. You know. <laughs> we did it. Good job, <laughs> us. And then they, like, got all the henchmen lined up, and they, like, got the suitcase of money, and they're like, all right, guys, line up. We're gonna get, you're going to get paid. Yep. And all of a sudden, then henchmen and, you know, Carradine, yeah, Asian English guy, like, jump up and, like, murder all the henchmen, like, down the line with machine guns. Yep. Everyone except for martial law. Yeah. Who's, who's like, in the middle. Ducks down. And they just machine gun everyone. They're like, ha the best way to not, you know, to make all the money is not pay anybody. Yeah. Ha like <laughs> So. And they're like, so come with me, cop. We know who you were the whole time. Yeah. It's like, we're going to get on a plane to South America, but first... But first, I, gotta, I want to yeah. fight you. Yeah. I got to know <laughs> we'll if you're, what, how good you yeah, are. See what your brother law. said if you're, if you're really better than me. We're going to fight over here. Yeah. So they go into like an, a hangar uh-huh. with a bunch of props and shit all over the place. Props. And start fighting. <laughs> yeah. The, Carradine's just like, let's go. Let's yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. And Marshall Law kind of like whipping his ass like right away. Right away. To the point that like he's like... <laughs> 
All right, shoot him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck this one-on-one combat yeah, thing. he's better than me. Fucking yeah. kill him. Shoot him. <laughs> so he's got, he, Asian guy is going to kill him. And then just out of fucking nowhere, violent thrusting Cynthia Rothrock just fucking kicks this guy <laughs> so <Yep>. hard. <laughs> Kick from off screen. Yes. One of our favorite things. Yes. And done with such force. It's just like, oh, yes, that is Yeah, the truly guy just satisfying. gets wiped out of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and out of the movie, I we I assume he's no 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 she no, fights, she fights, she fights him, him a little bit. yeah she fights him while uh, whatever happened to big henchman guy how did he go out he got gunned down yeah you got gunned down oh is he one of the ones that got gunned yeah down? yeah all right fuck that guy yeah all right too big well, I just say they built him up and then uh, he's just like all the other muscle that got gunned mm. down. thought he was too big to fail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah they're paired off and they each fight their own respective bad guy mm-hmm. yep uh, and again Garrity. this is like. This is like Hong Kong style action. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's really like a lot of like they're beating the crap out of each other. Carrion keeps trying to go for the thing on on him, him and he's like, "No, I know that. Yeah, no, we're, I, we're not doing that." Yeah, I like <laughs> heard my, of that I, shit. I no, like yeah. my heart beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Carrion gets pissed and it's just like chucking him into like barrels and. Like, oh, he throws the stuntman at one point onto a barrel. The guy just lands like butt first onto the top of the barrel, which doesn't yeah. give and like flips over. And it I just imagine that dude's spine like just hurt. like went like an accordion. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And and the other dude and, and Rothrock are just beating the crap out of they each are, other, too. And she kind of gets he gets the upper hand on her a bit until she does the splits and then just repeatedly punches him in the dick until the, he dies. This is, like, <laughs> this is literally where, like, I mean, I know the Mortal Kombat people watch this because this is definitely, this is Sonya Blade's move. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the split, you know, and dick punch. Or mm-hmm. it's actually Johnny Cage's move. It's Johnny Cage. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, yeah. it's Johnny yeah, Cage's but, move. Sorry, yeah. But she does it, like, five or six times, like, yes. real fast, like, bam, 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 yeah. bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And all the while, like, David Carradine is down on his back and martial law is straddling him, punching him in the face over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again like they keep cutting back and forth and every time they cut back to martial law he is still just punching david Carradine in mm-hmm. the face until finally uh rothrock is done with her fight because yeah. she punched that She's... dude in the dick to death <laughs> right <laughs> that guy's balls exploded yes. and that killed him he choked on his own balls yes. <laughs> to, to <death>. and then <laughs> she just comes over and is like okay that's enough you've yeah. murdered his face mm-hmm. uh pulls him off and then you know Carradine jumps up again like aha and then you know he turns around and martial law death punches David Carradine who makes a face like how dare you (laughs) oh Oh, sweet hubris (laughs) irony (laughs) (laughs) this is the second time this has happened yeah and then they just they (laughs) they embrace each other and walk off down the runway yep the end fades out (laughs) No cops rolling up, no ambulances. No, or they were probably like, "We got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, yeah. we murdered these guys. Yeah, we, I mean, we went above and we beyond really the call of duty. We should, probably should have arrested them and not, yeah, literally killed them. I don't know how literally to type beat up them to death. Punched in the deck, <laughs> dick until death on a report. <laughs> I don't know what the code is for that. I just realized, like, this is another person that watched and stole things from this movie because now I think about it, I was joking about the Kill Bill thing, but that's mm-hmm. literally the end of Kill Bill too, where yeah. he doesn't think that. The other person knows how to do it. Yeah. It yep. doesn't. He's like, oh, shock. Yeah. You know how to do that. Yep. Shit. I'm dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Spoiler Tarantino alert. steals everything. Uh, well, so we rate it. Uh, yeah. 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 We're done. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. They walk yeah. off. They're happy. They've yeah, everybody. No, not even remotely a Stargrove. Nope. Though the soundtrack is kind of awesome in how bad it is. Yeah. It's, it, it's pretty 
fucking awesome. It's better than your usual Casio keyboard bullshit. It's got some crunchy guitar and some mm-hmm. sweet sax, and it's not bad. Yeah. I was tapping my foot a couple times yeah. how jamming it was. Although, for some reason, the fight scenes don't have much music in them, which mm, doesn't no. make any sense. Uh, regular ratings? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll go three jocks. Hmm? It doesn't It doesn't have anything that stands out as being like, fuck, yes. But it's not doing anything wrong either. And it stays pretty entertaining throughout. And I just, I really appreciate the fight scenes where it looks like stuntmen are getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I appreciate a stuntman who's like, yeah, kick me in the chest. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw me through a window. Let's do this. this is what I and there's for, you know, which is why I like China O'Brien as well, where it was just like, yeah, smash that thing over my head. Let's fucking do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's plenty of that in this movie. It's and, and Chad McQueen fights pretty well. Obviously, Cynthia Rothrock fights well. But, you know, it's it's again, it's frustrating that she's just kind of like the supportive girlfriend who also knows how to beat the hell out of people. Yeah. And just kind of shows up to help him fight people almost always. And that's kind of a bummer. And she's she's probably better at the beating of people up. Oh, yeah. Than, yep. than Chadwick McLean is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she gets, yeah, she gets she gets relegated to second banana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's fun. It's it's three jocks. It's not the best thing we've watched, but I I'd watch it again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it two jocks. I, I think so the fight scenes in this movie are legit great. Like they're not, you know, they're not, I wouldn't put them in a top 100 list of fight scenes or anything, mm. but they are, they are competent enough to where you're like, okay, yes, someone had a clue. These are good. Everyone looks like they know what they're doing. It looks painful. It sounds painful. I believe it. And that's what I want in a fight scene. Uh, the rest of the movie is competent. And that's kind of its problem in regards to our rating scale, because competent isn't really, good bad or bad bad it's just like this is a functional movie mm-hmm. like it gets from first act second act third act relatively well like someone studied sid field's screenplay book and was like okay i know how the acts of a movie work i can get you from here to here and that's all there, there's there's not really any great lines in it there's not really all the great lines are in the very beginning. Like yes. Throwaway lines. The, the first five minutes are a fraud compared to the rest of the movie because it really seemed like this movie was going to have this kind of like self-aware sense of humor to it. You know, it was going to have that kind mm-hmm. of dialogue and then characters commenting on it and stuff like that. Because like when the lady cop, you know, she's like, are you new? And she's like, yes. You know, that kind of thing just mm-hmm. never happens again throughout the rest of the movie. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the biggest crime this movie has is that it's 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 just competent. Mm-hmm. Nothing really great about anything else besides the fight scene stand out. Like David Carradine, he's played a bad guy so many times, like he can do it in his sleep, but there's nothing really about him here that's like, ooh, you know, I really want to see you get yours. I mean, even though, mm-hmm. you know, even killing the brother was like, that brother was a totally useless piece of shit. I mean, it's like, I don't, yeah. he was going to die anyway. He was probably yeah. going to end up with overdosing or something because he's a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. You know, if they'd blown up the mother's house or something, then it would have been like, oh, fuck, murder that guy. Um, they just. And that blouse was the only thing that survived. <laughs> <laughs> it was flame retarded. Flame retarded, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's my main problem with the movie is it's just it's just nothing about it stands out aside from the fight scenes. I kept waiting for some like the car chase is just sort of blah and mm-hmm. the dialogue oh, is yeah. blah. And so I did like it, though. I mean, I enjoyed it. I've just two two jocks. 
Two, two jocks. Two, two, so two, two jocks. No, just two. Hmm. It actually is two, two jocks, because I am going to also give it two jocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, most of this is, is kind of forgettable, to be honest, except for, you know, the punching in the dick. <laughs> which is pretty good and the bonging off of the off of the um the handrail on the stairs mm-hmm. uh the fight scenes are good they're not remarkable they're they're tough but i'm you know in three weeks i won't remember anything from this movie except for dick punches <laughs> and maybe and maybe the five-fingered you know one touch death punch mm-hmm. of doom that's about it, and that Carradine was in it, I guess. But it, it's solid. It's just not like it, it, I don't feel like there's anything really special about this movie, except you know Cynthia Rothrock. She's always special. Yes. I, I strangely actually like echo everything you guys both just said, but I I feel like it's a three jocks movie too. That's um, fine. You're like I I just it it feels empty and hollow in a lot of ways. Like there's a lot of things missing something like just something missing from certain scenes like mm-hmm. some wasted time but like it's fun when it actually decides to do something and that's that's what i'm you know giving it marks for and yeah there, there are things in the fight scenes that like you rarely see or never see in movies so i'm giving it bonus uh, bonus jocks for you know a fantastic you know, from off-screen kick and uh dick punching and you know <laughs> barrel destroying of backs and things like that you know all yeah. the, all the stuntmen that died, they are in the bonus jocks. Yes, R.I.P. Martial Law stuntmen. Yeah, <laughs> and I appreciate that the guy who got actually hit by the bat by accident mm-hmm. was not a stuntman, oh. and he rolled wrong. Oh, <laughs> or he, he moved wrong, and yeah, so he necessitated a trip to the hospital because for real, she exploded his testicles. Oh, way it looks. Hmm. That's a shame. Don't get hit with a bat in the groin. Pro tip. Especially by Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> words to live by, yep. everybody. <laughs> On those wise words, why don't we take a break? <laughs> Let's. Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey! Bamcast. Half number two. Bamcast. Yes. Out of two halves. Cool. Uh, Chuck. Yeah. I believe you watched something that is uh, legally called a movie. It, yes, by definition, I believe, because of the certain guilds in Hollywood. Right. Uh, premiering on Netflix, because this is what things do now. Uh, I watched Adam Sandler's The Ridiculous Six, which is a Western mm. feature featuring just about every person who's ever appeared in an Adam Sandler movie. The cast is... Ridiculous. Plus Taylor Lautner. Yes. But the cast is insane. Like, that's the reason I watched it. It's why I watch a lot of his movies, really. It's not like I'm excited for the next Adam Sandler movie. It's just like, oh, those people are in it. Okay, well, they might have a scene that might be entertaining. And like this movie, there's a bit with Harvey Keitel in it where I'm like, okay, Harvey Keitel seems like he's having fun. That's odd. That never happens. So mm. that's a scene. But... Man, you want to? It's just, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. First of all, it's two hours long. Nope. You're not fucking Judd Apatow. Ninety minute comedies. Yeah, 
I, there's not enough material in it for for it to be two hours. And for a lot of it, they just felt like they were making a real movie, like mm. without jokes. Like it was just like, let's do a straight Western. Adam Sandler is the straight man in this movie. Like he barely huh. does anything that's considered amusing. It's not like he does amusing things that aren't funny at all. He's just a guy in the movie. Hmm. It's like, why would anyone even want that? So it's not as bad as Joe Dirt 2. That thing was fucking horrendous. Uh, this movie at least has two or three bits in it that there's one thing that's so incredibly stupid that it goes on for so long. I ended up laughing at because it's just like, OK, whatever. <laughs> that just appeals to the seven year old me. Um, but wow, that's I mean, unbelievable. I mean, good on you, Netflix. I hope you make some money on this movie. I don't know how you will. It's not like people are going to sign up to watch it, but this is where we're at now because Adam Sandler and company just don't seem willing to change with the times, like comedically, like they're still making Happy Gilmore. Well, they don't know how to make anything else. I know, but that's um, it's amazing because that production company shits out like three movies a year and they're all the same. And people keep watching. And everyone in it is like 60 years old. (laughs) Mm hmm. So, I don't know. If you like seeing every person who was ever on Saturday Night Live, ever. And Terry Crews. Yes, and Terry Crews. Um, and if you want to see a Norm MacDonald cameo that literally lasts seven seconds. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm Norm MacDonald. I swear to God. They, they just, just roll him out in the colonel makeup? And it's almost that. They throw a door open, and it's just like Norm MacDonald's in there, and he says a line, and then that's it. They cut away, and then you never see him again. <laughs> Yeah. So I've defended Adam Sandler movies in the past. This one is not one I can say. Watch it. So that's my take. All right. Hot take. Hot take. Took one for the team. No, no, you really didn't. Oh, I did. We weren't. We weren't going to watch it. Oh, you totally were. No, no. I saved you. No, we weren't. I saved all of you. What is it called? The ridiculous. Ridiculous six. six. They could have. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous six. I, they had to cash cash in on the hateful eight, yes. sort of thing. Yes. But yeah, yep. Like Nick Nolte is in it, you know. I mean, I know he's his star has fallen, but still. Oh damn it, Chewbacca! <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, John Turturro and Steve Buscemi, and you know, just all those people. Yeah. Dan Patrick plays Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I saw Vanilla Ice plays Mark Twain. Yeah, and that's the most embarrassing fucking thing in the movie. It's like funny for half a second. Mm. And then it's I'm just, sure it goes on for 15 minutes. Of course it does. Yeah. yeah. Cuz the the, the movie's idea of jokes is let's make a modern day reference in this period piece. That's the only time it ever attempts to be funny. So like Vanilla Ice is playing Vanilla Ice as Mark Twain. So he's like, "Yo, what's up, my homie?" You know, and it's like, "The fuck?" <laughs> the fuck indeed, Chuck. <clears throat> yes. Don't you mean Samuel Clemens? Yes, aka Mark Twain. Mm. I will give 30 seconds to something that I watched um, last night. Uh, uh-huh. It's the uh, it's called Electric Boogaloo. It's the documentary about uh, the Golan Globus Canon Films Empire, mm-hmm. the rise and fall. Um, it is an interesting history lesson. It seems like the people involved didn't really like Canon Films, and most of the people that were in- interviewed didn't really like Canon Films or Golan or Globus. <laughs> <laughs> Which is understandable yeah. uh, in a way, but it is an interesting little history lesson, and you should probably watch it if you're a fan of canon films. Mm-hmm. Works for me. Yeah. Look at you, in and out. Nice. Bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. 
You're right. like repeated punches to the groin. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We got letters. We do. Oh, mo- Moss Correspondence. Well, we're giving Mass shit away. So people are like, hey, yeah, let's, when, let's... You, when you tell people we're giving away DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, they're mm-hmm. like, I like free things. Yes. Yeah. And they show and up. They put some effort into it. Yeah. And we got a bunch of entries. So let's go. Yeah, let's go. We might as well mention also we're recording this day before Star Wars comes out. Right. So this will be out day after Star Wars comes out. Uh-huh. So we'll be talking about that next week. Spoilers. We haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk next week and we'll try not to be spoiler. We would promise. Right. So anyway. First email up is from Musum, uh, maker of our theme music for No Quarters. Oh, it's been a while. And he has titled his email, Boom. <laughs> One, yeah. make BJ do more voice impressions, like Trump giving advice to Darth Vader, or walk in playing Dracula in Symphony of the Night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I refuse to participate in any Donald Trumpness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you could do it. What is a man but a miserable pile? of secrets or whatever that is anyway <laughs> it's pretty good yeah Ow. it was a good walking not good yours is oh that was walking his will be better <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep not my it was among my worst walk-ins i've ever done it's, i will admit that openly right it's really bad yeah thank you <laughs> terrible it's even not so good. uh two did i miss the jessica jones talk did you guys burn out on superheroes uh, you and Chuck have watched it, but we it, talked about it during a break. break. Yeah, yeah. just break. Yeah, because yeah, I hadn't finished it. Broken. I have since finished it. It's amazing. No. Yeah. All right. I need to watch it. Yeah. It's... Three. What is your favorite Netflix slash Amazon original series? Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I there's a um, hmm. Hmm. Orange is the new black is probably mine. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. I really like House of Cards, but I'm still stuck. Yeah, I House haven't finished the last season. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to beat like if you were to just like separate them, but like like the first season of House of Cards is so fucking strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's really but it's good. like then it piddles in the third and it's like it detracts from it the overall taints. opinion so far. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad in the third, it's just not to the caliber yeah. of the first like two overall, seasons. House of Cards is a great show. Yeah. I would say because there's only been one season of Jessica Jones, I would say that's pretty strong because it hasn't had a chance to fuck itself right. up yet. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Um, yeah, I mean, and Daredevil was fine too. I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, the Mister Show reboot was pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've only ever seen Daredevil out of all of them, so it's a pretty good. One. I like Daredevil. It was all right. <laughs> Four. Like all right. Daredevil. Okay. Wait, wait. Is Apocalypse too short in the next X Men movie? Um, he's no. supposed to be a giant imposing dude at least that's how he's portrayed in the comics and no or yes he does or... grow in size in one shot in the trailer so there you go nobody cares that's all I mean. do it. Where's the it's uh, not important it's a movie it doesn't no matter. it's a comic book movie everything matters actually big stuff doesn't matter minute details matter ah that's right if there's that one thing that they thought should be in there that's not then fuck that movie forever he's too short yep okay Five. What <laughs> video game do you think would make a good movie? I think they're already doing the one I would say. What's that? World Uncharted. of Warcraft? Oh. No. I think they're already making it. Well, they've been talking about the video game Uncharted movie for a while. Mm-hmm. I would be all right with that. Just the, I mean, as long as it's not like, let's make the first game into a movie, because that's yeah. dumb. Make another adventure. I yeah. think God of War could be fun if they toned back a lot of the 
rampant sexism that's in it that's bad. And but if they do the manage f- to do the scale correctly, then the it first can be a lot game, of fun. like the story of the first game, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a, a really strong story. Yeah, before it just became like I didn't kill these other gods. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let's go kill them. Yeah. Um, I also feel like uh, Gears of War, the Gears of War universe, even though it's like big hulky bros killing aliens. I think it's a really solid universe, and I think they could do uh, somebody could do a decent job with that with that universe and with the story there. Yeah, I just like the first again the first game where something interesting and interesting is happening. I just think all video game movies suck. It's like why would I even get my hopes up? Usually, usually it's just a it's just a throwaway. But you know, yeah. if somebody puts some time and care into it, I'm interested to see World of Warcraft actually because it's. Duncan Jones. Yeah. And I want to see if, if like he still has a touch or if he's if that's it for him. If it's just fucking cash in for him. Like, yeah. woohoo, look at all the money they gave me to do this. I just you it know, did they, not look like a Duncan Jones movie, I can say that. No, it pre- did. Well, it totally not didn't. at all. I mean, it's like a quadrazillion dollar movie, so it's it's just weird that the ones that probably lend themselves most to being movies have stalled so many mm-hmm. times. Like there's no Halo movie, there's no I guess they are finishing assassin's creed i guess that's actually happening but who knows i mean that kind of lends itself to something i mean you could totally do a movie like that as long as you don't have him climbing every five seconds but that's sort of like i don't know it feels like it just feels like that it's that's period piece the game and it's just going to be I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just sour on Assassin's Creed. Don't I think we should sour. we should reserve our judgment until we see that stupid uh, Hitman 47 movie that yeah. we all were like that looks like stupid fun. Yeah. The Hitman movie that was oh, like right, Hitman right, right. Agent yes. 47. Yeah, they're yes. like let's crash yeah. cars into helicopters okay. and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah, we reserve judgment. All right, John, aka Newsom, fucking out. P.S. Detang. P.P.S. Watch Fatal Fury, the motion picture. It's about the King of Fighters, Terry Bogard. He has a red cap with a reflective top. It's 100 minutes. <laughs> PPSS. Okay, you'll probably hate it, but I'll enjoy listening to you bitch about it. There is punching and it's decent animation through most of it. Joe is also an entertaining character. Thanks, Musum. Animation. animation. Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up. Oh, Pierre did a couple. <laughs> we have multiple Pierre sightings here. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, first one is uh, a Blake. pair of Pierre's. Yes, a pair of Pierre's. A Pierre's. We are lucky in Pierre's. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, first one, a belated happy 300th and a strange find. Hmm. Hey, guys, a happy belated 300th with the 1990 25th anniversary coming to a close. And haha, assuming you start a 1991 year in a few months, I have a suggestion for you. Last night, well, early this morning, I stumbled onto a movie called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Mm-hmm. The TV description yes. said something about a biker and cowboy and robbery and had Mickey Rourke prior to his face getting messed up and Don Johnson. I was intrigued. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this movie. This movie has a lot of, hey, that name sounds familiar actors, including the aforementioned Rourke, Johnson, a Baldwin brother, Tom Sizemore, Vanessa Williams, Tia Carrere, and so on. Set in the futuristic 1996, it's a mix of Butch Cassidy, the Blues Brothers, and a lot of action movie tropes, and a pretty kick-ass opening montage set to Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. The two leads rob a bank to save a bar, but end up crossing drug dealers. I don't know how I missed this movie, but I wonder about your guys' thoughts on it, if you've seen it in this movie before. It's a movie with a lot of heart and it's self-aware of its goofiness. Pierre. I have never seen that movie. I have heard about it for years. You should watch it. It's come up. Yeah. And and we've talked about it before, like as far as like off air, as far as being a candidate. 
I watched it several years ago, and I don't remember if we were doing the podcast back then. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I think it was pre-podcast, but um, I really like that movie. It. I. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I think it would make an interesting Bamcast movie. Okay, I'll add it to the list that I'm building right now for 1991. Sure. <laughs> For the 1991 year. 1991 year. 25th anniversary. Totally happening. All right. Uh, Next up is from Birdie, who has mentioned this movie a a couple times before. But Mm -hmm. uh, he's... (laughs) Okay, I'm just reading this. It's pretty dumb how he does it. But anyway, he says, Whomever dubbed Ungayo con muchos huevos should fuck himself to death twice. That's the title of the email. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Birdie like the squawk herring Steve and such. <laughs> it's Birdie. It's not Steve. Come on now. So I know my last missives have been about a movie series called The Huevos Trilogy, and its most recent movie being Ungayo con muchos huevos. It's now officially on DVD and can be picked up at a lot of places like Walmart, oddly enough. The American dub version is called Little Rooster's Excellent Adventure. Excellent. 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 Mm. I need to pr- pronounce that correctly. Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. It has the Spanish version as well, which I recommend. For some reason, when they decide to dub this movie, they decide to ignore the script and just throw in terrible joke after terrible joke. If you do see this movie, please see it in Spanish. I think the dub version is possibly Theodore Rex bad, only judging by your statements on the film, since I haven't been lucky enough to never see it. He gives us a haiku. He <laughs> says, the dubbed gets five bags. The subtitled gets three jocks. Crash and burn, my friends. Birdie. Crash and burn, my friends. <laughs> uh, he also uh, mentions he's hosting a podcast about general pop culture stuff with Brian Augustine. It says, check his Wikipedia page and then be a little jealous. And uh, it says at soundcloud.com slash sanguine podcast. Okay. So, show's called sort of a big deal. So check it out. Birdie's show. I have not checked it out. I'll Thanks, Birdie. What was that guy's name? The the guy who we're supposed to be jealous of. Brian Augustine. Like fact August checking this shit right now. Ryan. We will see. It's like he's a, a comic book writer. Hmm. Cool. Well, that's neato. Good deal. <laughs> I'm not. And it sounds weird because I'm trying to read at the same time. I'm saying it's neat. Hmm. Yeah, I did, can say it's neat. I'm not reading. Did he ever write X-Men? No. Then I don't care. Moving on. I thought you were, <laughs> were going to say, I like that. Burn. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> did he write Sandman? Yes. He no, wrote the whole he, thing. Nope. The entirety. Yep. No. Nope. He wrote the whole thing. You're it. lying to me. He did work on Gotham by Gaslight, but that was Neil Gaiman too. So I think, <gasps> so I don't know. Hmm. Six degrees of something. Anyway, uh, next one up is from Artican. 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 You heard a while back. Okay. It's been a while since we heard from Artican. Artican. He says, one more for the road. Oh. Hey there, Bamfcast. Artican here with one last suggestion for the year of 1990. The First Power. Mm-hmm. It stars the underrated Lou Diamond Phillips as a detective chasing down an immortal satanic serial killer in LA. While it toes the line between good, bad, and regular okay movie, I think the killer's glee in toying with the detective and general weird atmosphere pushes it into your wheelhouse. Going to keep it short and sweet. It's been a fun theme year, and I look forward to what 2016 will bring. AV out. Yeah. That one's on a list. Yeah. I think I think I w- we're holding it back for maybe another two loop boogaloo two. Boogaloo. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> two loop yes. boogaloo two. Yes. 
Because we got a lot of Lou Diamond Phillips movies. Two by two Lou Boogaloo. (laughs) We've got so many. We could do a three Lou... Hundreds of hours of Lou Diamond Phillips movies. Three Lou Boogaloo. Where he battles earthquakes and tornadoes. Mm. (laughs) It's on the list. Yep. That's all we'll say. Uh, Next one up is from Josh from Corpus Christi. Hey. Who uh, titled it Fan Four Stick Foo Four Ood Four or Thought Fort. Fantastic food for thought with a bunch of fours in it. Ah. For no reason. Clever. Not replacing the A's. It's weird. Anyway, he says, uh, so when that guy who played Dr. Doom, the new Fortastic fam fic, s- flick, said he was an evil internet blogger or whatever, am I the only one who read this as him being sarcastic and thinking he was clever as hell? Like he was really taking down all those punks who were shit-talking his upcoming masterpiece. Instead, everyone took him seriously, and then the movie imploded on impact. <laughs> Sorry it's been so long, but that was brought up a couple episodes back, and I had to throw in my useless opinion. I should really call Garfield. Until then... Crash and burn, Josh sent for my Tiger Electronics R Zone. No, really, I had one of those things. Woof. R Zone. Wow. The only thing I can think, and it'll probably, I don't know, I say that it would never happen, but we live in a world where there's that documentary about the Val Kilmer Island or Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. I'd almost be curious to find out what the fuck happened on Fantastic Four. Like, how do you have all this footage that's in the trailer that's like has no threads in the movie? Yeah. You know, like what the hell? What the hell mm-hmm. happened? Did you reshoot it? Was he a blocker? Like, I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's probably one of those things you'll never see because they just they probably don't want to put any more money into a thing they already lost money on anyway. Or it'll be a weird thing in like twenty years. They'll have right. the rogue cut or something, and it won't be very good. But it'll be like it'll be like Alien Three, and yeah. it's like legendary. Like, oh, if they just let Fincher do his thing, then it would have been great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never not. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like three weeks surprised, to be honest. They didn't try to turn around like right away and acknowledge it that way and put together that documentary. Just be like, yeah, this thing fucking tanked. Let's put together the, you know, the the story about why it tanked and make some money on that. But they probably already wrote it off and they don't give a shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Studios don't think that way. I know. Got to start thinking differently. Studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make some of that money. Listen to Chuck. Yeah. All right, next up, Scott from Dallas, who says, prepare to be decaffeinated. Mm. A week or so ago, I saw a movie that started out like many bad movies. The credits started rolling, and I quite quickly noticed that the director, writer, and producer were all the same person. IMDb also lists him as the cinematographer, which is kind of a weird thing to self-credit. Now, if I had a friend who was making a movie and wanted to do all those roles, I would do my best to stop him. If he added that it would be about a secret agent who went after the mafia only to find himself on the run from Kung Fu assassins, I'd tell him to maybe dial it down a bit for his directorial debut. If he tried to assure me with, oh, no, no, I'll make it easier on myself, I'll animate it. I would go to such lengths to stop him that I'd probably end up in prison. (laughs) The possibility of disaster there is just too great. All the problems of a vanity project with animation on par with Food Fight. No way. Luckily, this person isn't my friend and I could not stop him. Also, luckily, he has some talent and experience serving as an animator for several Hollywood movies such as Matrix and Tron Legacy. He's got some actual credentials, and he put them to use making a movie called Killer Bean Forever. You see, every character in this movie is a bean. Why? I don't know. Dude probably just loves bean puns because there's a fucking ton of them. I would definitely recommend Killer Bean Forever, as it's a person with some talent trying to make something good, but somehow got stuck on just the weirdest concept possible. The first five minutes are available on YouTube by the official Killer Bean Forever account, and I'd suggest at at least watching it. 
It doesn't have the full weirdness of the movie, but it's a good preparation for what's to come. A bit front-loaded with breakdancing coffee beans, but that's all the dancing in the movie. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. That sounds fascinating. Uh, that sounds painful. It's 85 minutes. That sounds like a plan. Animation. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like animation oh, is shaping man. up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yep. Got those two so far. You got Rover Dangerfield. Oh. <laughs> you can fucking Rover Dangerfield. That movie's like 65 minutes long. Great. Let's do Rover Dangerfield. Sold me. Yes. Sold. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just one more in yep. animation. Animation. Right. <laughs> yeah. oh. So w- weird. He so cast weird. the... the Page says he cast the movie on Craigslist. He put an ad up for voice work <sighs> on Craigslist, and that's how he got the voices yeah. in the movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one up's Nils, who says two quick questions. All right. Greetings, casters. Nils from Southern Utah. A couple of quick questions. This last weekend, I rewatched You're the Hunter from the Future, and I know it was a long while ago, but I was wondering if his theme song qualifies for a Stargrove. Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, I checked the episode for your ratings, and the episode predates the invention of the award. Um, I have I, I watched I it recently. It. Like I, We talked about it at some point. Stargrove? Stargrove. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's make it official. Your gets a retroactive Stargrove. Yep. Your Grove. All right. Since it came first. <laughs> your <Whoa>. Grove. <laughs> Tearing up your villages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your Grove. Ruining your property value. Shit was clean before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. My second question is, as we fast approach the end of the 1990 theme year, what mm-hmm. are your personal favorites among them? Looking forward to some non-1990 episodes in the new year. Crash and burn. <laughs> nils out. Wow, that's a nice way to say stop that shit. Well, have we got stop news for you? Because you're going to love 1991 movies. Yeah. Oh, God. This is, this is our thing now. This is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot believe that we've done an entire fucking year of 1990 movies. I know. Like, you'll be, next year, you'll be like, I can't believe we did a whole year of 1991 next movies. Next year, I will be like, I can't believe I waited that long to quit this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I thought we'd probably talk about it on the last 1990 episode, but, you know, we've hit some some gems king of the kickboxer yeah king of the kickboxers is probably the best one um, lionheart was fucking awesome yep uh peacemaker wasn't bad um uh one that surprised me wheels of terror yes i was expecting nothing out of that movie and the second half of that is so freaking good yeah for a tv movie that thing came out of nowhere um yeah i mean there, there's been there's been solid like twos threes and fours throughout the year mm-hmm. um but yeah, I just yeah. Didn't. I mean, the only word, the only really one that we just hurt through was Ford Fairlane. I can't think of anything else that we just despised. Loose cannons, we hated. Or, yeah, that was hardware. Yeah, we couldn't that was stand. Rough. Oh wait, I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here for loose cannons. That was some fucking pain. Let me tell you. Whatever. Yeah. I just watched it not that long ago on my own. So oh, I well, know. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Side Out was pretty fun too. Yeah, Side Out was all right. Yeah. It just seemed like whenever we got into the the actual like the theatrical 1990 movies, especially like comedies, like 1990 was a terrible year for that because mm-hmm. we were just hit like, you know, House Party was OK, although it has like a weird like kind of mean streak to it. <laughs> well, yeah, his best friend's the bad. guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but it just seemed like every time we were hitting like a 1990 comedy, you know, Ford Fairlane, Loose Cannons, it was just like. These are terrible. These are absolutely. Mm. I watched Heart Condition on my own. That movie's fucking terrible. It's just like 1990 was a bad year for comedies. 
Yeah. That would qualify for our show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure yep. there's some Steve Martin movies and such that we're not going to do. Mm-hmm. But It's been an interesting experiment. It's like it's you a, said, it's made us do a deep dive, a huge like, like deep stuff. Dive. We would have like real bullets. We probably never would have watched. No, no, I, there, I need to watch that. Don't I? Yeah, uh, it's, it's might be worth sitting through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we only had one that we five minute rolled. Yeah. Rescue force, rescue force, which, yeah. which I still tried to, uh, <laughs> it's about as nonsensical as it gets. He's <laughs> amazing. I, I needed to be in a better mood for that one. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, I think we got e- voicemail here on the Garfield line from Scott from Dallas again. Greetings, Batcast. Recently, I saw a movie called The Man Who Saved the World. It was better known in America by the title Turkish Star Wars. It is called that because at points they just straight up lift footage of Star Wars, squash it to the rest of the movie's aspect ratio, and give you an amazing egg-shaped Death Star. Uh, that's not the entirety of the movie, though. It's some weird, like, uh, yeah, you can't explain this movie. Uh, for music, they straight up use tracks from Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Flash Gordon. But don't worry, Mackie, they didn't use anything with lyrics. Uh, this movie is amazing in how nonsensical it is, how blatantly it rips off other movies, uh, the consistent use of trampolines and fight scenes, and the ability for the protagonist to just demolish hordes of enemies. Uh, the thing that amused me most was when a Wookiee-like creature had his legs severed and then a protagonist picked up that severed leg and used it to kick the Wookiee in the balls. This movie is nice and short at 91 minutes in length, and I'm not sure if there's a uh, longer-than-two-minute stretch where something funny doesn't happen. The end of the movie is just fucking bananas. Definitely check it out. Scott from Dallas, out. Yeah, I've heard of Turkish Star Wars. Yeah, I've seen parts of it on YouTube. I never... I didn't watch it because I knew at some point we'd probably have to do an episode of it. That's that's a dangerous path to go down because then you start like, oh, let's watch, you know, Romanian Spider-Man. And, you know, it's like all of these things that are just mm-hmm. like third world countries attempting to make a popular movie. And it's just like, Can we oh. watch Brazilian Gremlins? Yes. Portuguese. Portuguese. Or Portuguese. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> whatever. Yes, we can. What they speak there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah. But I... <laughs> I think I still want to do Turkish Star Wars at some point, but yeah, it's it should be a delight. It's it's ins- as insane as you think it is. Maybe we can do it Turkish. when the new Star Wars movie hits Blu-ray. Yeah, tell everybody we're doing Star Wars that week. Yeah, and then it's like, it's, yeah, we're taking it to Star Wars. Yeah, Turkish style. Turkish. <laughs> oh man, especially if Star Wars is not absolutely perfect by everyone's <laughs> like. Oh yeah, everyone. Like, oh, oh, you mean like absolutely what it will be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where the internet gets divided. especially if it disappoints everyone <laughs> uh-huh. the rift where you know the gaping asshole of the internet just suddenly goatsies itself and yeah. it Blech. implodes the world implodes Star upon Wars itself yeah I'm thinking that might happen because it did not satisfy everything yeah. I want <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have a job and I'm gross <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it yeah. <laughs> totally nailed it I can't wait <laughs> All right, I saved this one for last. This All is right. uh, did you? Pierre sent a second email. BL, where he said, "Holiday greetings." He said, "Hey guys, another quick question to wish you all a happy holiday season." I was wondering if you could settle a debate. Hmm. Our Die Hard one and two, Lethal Weapon, and Lethal Weapon Christmas movies. I mean, they take place during the holiday. They do sort of add character to the movies. 
Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And keep up the great work, Pierre. Is Pierre trolling us? He wants us to get in this argument, apparently. It's not an argument. They okay. are Christmas movies. Are, so they, are, are they about Christmas? Okay, so... It's not what he asked. Are they about Christmas? No. Then they're not Christmas movies. Uh, what, what movies are about Christmas? Is Home Alone about Christmas? Yes. No. No, it's Straw no. Dogs with a Kid. Nope. Nope. It's about Christmas. <laughs> no, it is not about Christmas. Is Gremlins about Christmas? It's, stra- it's Straw yes. Puppies. Is Gremlins about Christmas? He gets Christmas? the Gremlin as a Christmas present. That's uh, that's a red herring. That's a that's foil. A, that's oh, a, that's yeah. really. That's a minor setup. plot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, name okay. me a Christmas movie that's directly about Christmas. Yeah. I mean, unless we're talking about movies uh, that feature life? Santa. Friday after next. It's a Wonderful Life is about a man who's unsatisfied <laughs> Miracle on with his house. 34th Street. Life. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That's Takes place Christmas. at Christmas. It's not about Christmas. Mm-hmm. It is it. Go. Is that about Christmas? Yes. Now you just reverse the argument. I'm saying if a yeah. movie takes place at Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Ergo, ipso facto. So, Iron Man 3, all about Christmas. Yes. Christmas movie. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Hashtag. My personal opinion, while this is not necessarily how you would book define a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. if it takes place at Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. That's why BJ is correct. I will. I will accept the argument that someone does not believe something is a Christmas movie because it's not about Christmas. That's fine. They can have that opinion. They're mm-hmm. wrong, but they can have that opinion, and I won't, you know, throw them off of the island for that. But John McClane dresses as Santa. And there are sleigh bells on the soundtrack. That is a Christmas movie. Christmas. He does do the ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Yep. I'll accept that. (laughs) (laughs) That's your criteria. Lethal weapon I'm more dubious on. They fight amongst Christmas trees. They fight. There's a drug bust in a Christmas tree yard factory place area. (laughs) Sales lot. (laughs) <laughs> lot you can just call it just a christmas tree lot thank you it would save us a lot of time you better not say that again <laughs> Ernest saves christmas is definitely a christmas movie by all yeah because it's in the title well yeah and it's also specifically about christmas mm. it doesn't exist if christmas mm. doesn't exist yeah i was gonna say that's the only idea that can be a christmas movie is like we're directly saving the notion of having santa christmas. buddies christmas movie yep yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Santa Santa's in it. <laughs> Santa <laughs> yeah. Claus one, Which, one through guess, fourteen. The Santa Claus I one guess through my, fourteen. Yeah. My argument is that if Jack Chris, Frost, Christmas movie. Yes, Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been allowing anything that's remotely Christmassy to be a Christmas anything movie. with snow is a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, pretty much. It has snow in it. I thought Gremlins Two is a fucking Christmas movie. No, it's a no. Lincoln's birthday movie. Right. Great. That's the Thanksgiving yeah. movie. White Fury had snow in it. <laughs> Christmas <White> movie. Fury. <laughs> No, but I, I guess my problem is like it's become this thing where it's this weird cynical thing to be like, yeah, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Like, that, why is that a else. cynical thing? It's not cynical. It's joyful. That's it. Yeah, it's, that's not a cynical thing. That's just there's a lot of bandwagoning and and you yeah. don't like that. This is true. It's a big part of it. There's but it's also notion. like this notion that well, Christmas movies suck, so Die Hard's the best one. That's that's more my point. That's an accurate statement. <laughs> yeah, if your movie is about suck, saving yeah. the fucking holiday, then yes, it's a shitty movie. Yeah, because I mean that's that's snake eating its own head. There's nothing. That's like I made a thing that's about saving things, so things now National over. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's a, I'm gonna. I'm, is that a Christmas re, movie? real talk? That's Doesn't kind of happen. a shitty movie. 
It's a it's a vignette of shit that happens. There's no point to that movie. It's funny. There are funny things that happen in it, but it's a, it's, it's a slice it's, of it's, life. It's, it's a shitty happen. movie. There's like there, they didn't even bother to write a story around it. It's just a series of vignettes. Turbulence is a Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation doesn't happen without Christmas, so it's Christmas. It's right movie. there in the title. But I'm saying, yeah, I, 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 I understand that, that as structurally. Be as, structurally that might be a, a better argument. Structurally, as a movie, it doesn't work very no, well. It's, it's a, but it's it a, is funny as shit. It's a yeah. funny series of vignettes. It does but, what it's there, supposed to but do. But as a movie, yeah. it sucks. The idea of like. It is not a good film. Set, set up for holiday, save holiday, movie over. It, it, I don't know. It's just dumb. Like, like obviously, like, if Christmas cheer is like what we need and that's what ends up saving it, it's like, it's. I don't know. I mean, it, it, to me, it's like it's this it's the idea of like uh, a fucking propaganda film. <laughs> like, it, It's the same notion of like, you may have this, but it's not strong enough. So get it more. I don't think that's a bad thing. OK, here's here's the tiebreaker thing. And this is a different question, but it solves mm-hmm. the problem. Is Planes, Trains and Automobiles a Thanksgiving movie? Yes, I'd it. say yes. If it, if it revolves yes. around Christmas, you make holiday Christmas movie. It does not offend me. All I'm saying what offends me is the idea of the, mo- the notion of a movie of like, just save the thing that we're already talking about. That That's what's dumb. Like the Santa Claus and all these things are fucking jingle all the way. All these things. It's like must do a thing for this thing because thing. There's nothing like that's every I have, movie. I can must do a thing because I of thing. cannot understand the argument that you're trying to make. Like I, I'm serious, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I'm not the, getting the, it either. Honestly, the point of like, I, I guess what my point is: Are you saying if that you, you take... don't like Christmas movies because it's a well, the notion it's a propaganda yes, hoisting of a Christmas the of a notion holiday? of like of, of spirit or whatever. It's a fucking pep rally movie, you mm-hmm. know. It, like like I said, like Die Hard is a better movie because it's not. Christmas is involved in it. It's not the reason for the season. He's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Die a, Hard is not the reason for no, the season. No, I'm saying it's a good fucking action movie that happens to take place around around Christmas. He's not saving Christmas. No, it right. has. No, yeah, I guess that's my lives. point. Is if, is if you take the movie and put it, set it on Fourth of July, right? Mm-hmm. It still works. If you take, you know, Home Alone, I guess it could work. Yes, but like. Christmas Vacation? No, it doesn't work if you take it out of Christmas. If well, you if you take it out of that season, movie. but every Shane vacations. Black movie still works. So that's why I don't see them as Christmas movies because Christmas is like so far out of the point. It's just a fun setting to put them in. Right. Yeah. Like the Santa Claus is about a dude that just gets plucked up out of nowhere to become Santa Claus. Like that. There's no other way to do that movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's what defines a Christmas movie. Okay. Is like it's. If you can pluck it out of there and it just doesn't make any sense if it's not set on Christmas, then to right. me that's you a can turn the movie. Santa Claus into the Easter Bunny though. Really? Sure. Huh. Or Jesus? I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> one, of the, one of those doesn't exist. <laughs> then while we're blanking making statements, then I guess I hate Christmas movies because I like, can't. You like love actually? You like Fred Claus? I, I can't think of a movie by that definition that like is a thing. It's hard to find. It's hard to find something that fits that definition right. i think to, there to are fair. tiers of christmas movies but i think because the christmas holiday is something that's only in maybe two percent of all movies if you've got a movie taking place at christmas time even if it doesn't directly involve saving santa or mm-hmm. becoming an elf or any number of those things it's still a christmas movie 
Yeah. Because you find more interest in it around the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Because it it has things in it that you have in your house. Fred Claus is a Christmas movie. It absolutely is a Christmas movie. It's really good. It's a ludicrous movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And one of Kevin Spacey's best movies ever. (laughs) I just enjoy making terrible hashtags. All right. See, I thought you were. I thought whenever you found a new movie that took place at Christmas, I thought you were being legit. Oh, yes. Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. It is. It's a Christmas movie. I, I don't understand the weird popularity bandwagon where it just became, you know, just like, yeah, Die Hard. That's amazing, you know. And then I don't understand the backlash against that. Yeah. And I, well, my thing is, who the fuck needs to stump for Die Hard? Name me a person who's like, man, Die Hard sucks. We are reaching a generation to where they have seen the last couple of Die Hard movies and are like that. This fucking Bruce Willis guy is a piece of shit. And, you know, yeah. I've never seen any of his old movies. <laughs> People need to know. Mm-hmm. Miracle on 34th Street, Die Hard. Okay. I think it's just a good reason to watch Die Hard. I mean, like, yeah, not that you need one, but it's like, hey, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Why don't we watch Die Hard? That's, that'll be fun. That'll be a different thing. It'll be something that's not your typical, we're going to watch a Christmas story. Yeah. Ugh, spit. Yeah. Um, a thousand times with you on, on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the world is coming together and they're like, hey, it, Die Hard's fun. Let's all watch it in December. Name another movie where that yeah, happens. I, I will admit, I would rather TBS just run Die Hard for 24 hours. I'm surprised the channel has not, like, Spike yeah. or some shit has not yeah, jumped on I mean, on why that. the hell not? Because, you know, now... I read, Christmas, that was, that's what happens in my house. Yeah, <laughs> a Christmas story is ludicrously popular now because people have cable. Yeah. You know, like, like that's the only reason. Yep. But I don't want that to happen because I don't want you to immediately suddenly hate Die Hard and be the people that are like, I ah, fucking that shit comes on every year. Don't worry. I, we won't. I'll Not never us. hate Die Hard. Okay. You can't no. make me hate Die Hard. All right. I watch Die Hard every year at Christmas time. Like the weekend before Christmas, we family sits around and watches Die Hard. And I will admit that watching it once every year, you kind of like, okay, I know this movie a bit too well at this point. Maybe take mm-hmm. a year off. Like I was maybe thinking maybe not doing Die Hard this year. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I too. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not because I don't like it. It's because I've studied every nook and cranny of that movie to like I've grabbed every little nugget of trivia and anything I can squeeze out of that movie. I'm like, okay, I'm quoting this movie as it's running. I'm that's where I was watching Empire Strikes Back, getting ready for all the new Star Wars movies, Mm -hmm. you know, and the only realization I had is that. I've already mentioned that Carbon Free Scene is my favorite movie of all time. Or yeah. my, my favorite scene of all time. Mm-hmm. And then it gets one up 15 minutes later. And that kind of feels like what Star Wars is to Empire Strikes Back. Is it's like Star Wars is everything I love. And then Empire Strikes Back one ups all of it mm-hmm. and makes it better. <laughs> and it's but it's like, I don't know why I'd never had that particular realization in that way mm-hmm. until I watch it this time. So that's why it's good to keep watching them over and over. Yeah. Because sometimes you have those little epiphanies. So I guess but what yeah, we're saying is hard. watch what you want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, if it, it has takes place Christmas at Christmas, it, and if, it can be yeah. a Christmas movie. And if you're angry, get off the internet. No. <laughs> Good luck. Well, then the, <laughs> then internet, the internet just shuts became, down. Right. Just tumbleweeds blowing by the internet. It's fine. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Your actually. internet is mostly tumbleweeds yeah, anyway. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, I don't know, I don't even know what we're arguing about here. <laughs> Christmas, you hate, fuck everything. You hate Christmas. No. Uh, or you hate, you hate people trying to reinforce the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I hate propaganda films about Christmas that... You just keep saying the word Christmas until it has a meaning. <laughs> Christmas. That's all. Christmas. I mean, guys. it's had a meaning for a while for some people. Uh, right. Certain subset of the world. I don't know. So you're part of the war on Christmas is what you're trying to yeah, tell Yeah, sure, us. sure. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I guess. Is that a thing, too? We yep. Christmas. Oh, it totally is, and you know it. The red, red cups are coming? Yes. 
<laughs> one if by land, two if by venti uh, peppermint mocha. <laughs> Pumpkin spice macchiato. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that was last month. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm, you know, that's the greatest joke made this week. No. Yep. No. We're getting punchy. Oh, but it's so good. Such yeah. quality content here the second half. Is yeah. that the last of the... And this yes, is the first content. That, that was why <laughs> yeah. I left it I left it for the end, because I knew that was going to become a long segment. Good segment, though. Yeah. I, think we, I think we work some things yep. out. Uh, we'll be drawing the winners offline. And contacting them in order. So if you've got an email in or a tweet or whatever. Facebook message. Facebook message. We'll uh, try substance. and contact you the way we got it. Yeah. And uh, hopefully be able to get in touch with you and well, let the first person pick what they want and then just go down the line of the numbers of John. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So if you contact us, look for it in the next week. Yep. If you want to continue to contact us, how would you do that? Well, you could email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. You could go to the website, which has conveniently placed links on the right-hand side that takes you, take you to all of our you know, wonderful social media places. Or you could give us a call directly at the uh, Garfield phone, the BMFcast hotline, 9105-JUX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Nice. <laughs> totally. All right, let's get out of here, shall we? I'm yes. Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Grinch. I'm Chuck. And this is Banff Cast Out. It's Anybody got any weird ass holidays? Yeah, We're celebrating. That's, it. Mm. that's what I call it. Is weird ass ass holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a holiday from yeah, ass. I take, a, I take a real good ass holiday. Uh, I, just, I, just I need to stop eating that, what that we week. eat for podcasts so I can take an ass holiday. <laughs> yeah, that weekend. Between I'm going to bring salads next year. That'll yes. be about present. If we can have salads week. and other fiber, please, <laughs> so I can take my ass holiday. Yeah, I'll bring <laughs> salads and fiber. Celebrate. <laughs> You gotta be careful of those fiber ones, let me tell you. There's Take some, it at home. Take there, it at home. There are some that are just like, hey, this has a lot of fiber in it, and it's just like you got fucking super colon blow coming out yeah. of here. So you're like fiber two? Regular colon blow has... I, lo- I love that Chuck and I both got, the doctor's like, you need more fiber yeah. in your diet. Yeah, it like, like the same week. Yeah, and now we're just like, yeah, I'm shitting all the time, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, you tried this? Yeah, it tastes like a brownie. You shit only for about four hours. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's not the frequency, it's the volume. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's like I didn't eat this much. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I'm pretty yeah. sure my kidneys are coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's just a little tiny thing. It's like how the oh yeah, what the fuck and is man, in this? They're good. The lemon ones are good. Yeah, lemon ones are really good. What yeah. the fuck are you eating? You have a lemon bar. 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 bars. They're yeah. like little brownies. They're about like that big. There's a brownie one. There's and a you lemon just shit bar. forever. Eventually, it's not like you eat you it. Are right now? It's not like a laxative. It's, it's not, not like you eat it and then all of a sudden you're like, oh. oh, oh. It's not like someone plays the brown note. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't open it up. It's yeah, like, you, you don't just, just like, oh god. Yeah, you, you don't crack open the wrapper and then just evacuate. It doesn't happen that way. It takes some time. 
But when yeah. it does, oh, it's it's like well, it's like wow, I'm I'm gonna be in here a while. This like, is what people do when they evacuate. Yeah, like you this need the is, toilet brush to break it off because yeah. it's gone up too high. Yeah. The terror alert's gone yeah. to brown. It's like you know when they hang a guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that one South Park where yes. Randy took the biggest shit and he sits on and then he like spirals around yep. as he goes up. Yes, that's kind of what it's like. It's pretty much what it's like. Yeah. Huh. The thing is, you're like, man, I just lost five pounds. Yeah. And then you go weigh yourself, and it's like, no, I no, lost it's like, like three 0. ounces. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Pounds on the scale. I broke the fucking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> man, y'all gotta get thing, your lives together. Yeah, yeah, that thing flushed itself. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Bruh, you gotta get your shit straight. Yeah. <laughs> toilet like tapped out. It's like no moss. <laughs> Please. So yeah, there's your Patreon content. Yeah, there you go. Hot shit talk. <laughs> fiber Hot one, shit. fiber one, you guys. <laughs> It'll break your fucking toilet. Yep, fiber one. Yep. Brought to you by especially <laughs> the lemon drop one. They need to label that, that shit like lemon drop. like cycle four and all that dog food shit used to be because like fiber <laughs> like for one seniors and shit. Well, like fiber one is this all encompassing brand, but like each thing has a different amount of fiber in it. They need to be like you know terror alert coded. <laughs> yeah, like how how dark brown each. <laughs> <laughs> The but then you'd have to compare is. like Home Depot paint chips to be able to figure yes. out yeah. how badly you need to <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, I see you're you're going with the burnt sienna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh like, man, yeah. you got burnt oh, sienna. No, no, oh, no, no, no. That's, yeah. Man, I feel sorry for you. You really need that, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Boy, yeah. You I just wash um, it down with some toilet wine. That's... I'm just eating like f- some more fruits and vegetables. You can do that's... that, but those suck. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'd rather eat a chocolate brownie that's gonna make me shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a lazy fucking American. Yeah. Fruits and America. Don't eat fruits. Tomatoes, man. Tomatoes are good. Fruits are for like natives. And if you put, yeah. a, if you put a bunch of salad dressing on, on salad, it's pretty good. And cheese. A bunch of salad dressing and cheese on the salad. That's what blocks you, you up, bacon. It, no, you, have to, you just have to eat enough salad to where it... No. 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 salad you put to cheese on the salad counteracts the salad. No, you, you got to get your salad to cheese ratio right so you don't get blocked up. Oh. Okay, I just eat a brownie and then shit for a day. So, <laughs> I what do you do that like a once while. a week? No. no, no, you do it every day. Once a day. Yeah. Why do you eat a shit brownie every day? <laughs> because because tasty. The, it's only twenty percent of your recommended daily fiber. Yeah, and also yeah, I don't get a pain your, in my stomach yeah. because my colon is blocked up. Yeah, well, <laughs> because so what you do? There's is, twenty pounds of red meat in there undigested. <laughs> you eat five and you clock out for lunch for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you put your waiters on gotta go boss I'm 100% here yeah. just throw the wrappers at your boss be like five fiber five I'll be back five. on Thursday fast fiber five dollar yeah five dollar like, shit long <laughs> it's like drinking 12 five hour energies to get 60 continuous hours yes. of energy exactly like that Oh, that's a good, that's a good chaser idea. But actually, <laughs> so you can stay awake, but, but in a form that actually works. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. I don't know. Twelve five-hour energies <laughs> will do something for you. Yeah. Yes. Kill you, you. You know what? You'll probably be spending those in the bathroom. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, only bleeding from your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. It's like a vent horizon. That's what triggers a vent horizon. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. 